Welcome back to Scary Fucking Movies, episode 11. Hereditary. I'm your headmaster, Rebecca. And I'm headmaster, Hunter. How are you? Uh, I'm better now. We're g- <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about this movie. Hell yeah, you are. And I am excited to break it down. Yes. Real quick, though. Uh, the mm-hmm. last episode, uh, excuse my intro, uh, because when What's I was wrong? recording it, I don't, like th- I don't like the way it sounds. I don't like the, my voice or anything. Why did, what did you sound like, <laughs> Rebecca? What happened? It just sounded like when I was doing customer service for all those years. But also, you were making me laugh. So I wanted to be creepy, but I have a big smile because you're making me laugh. Fail. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was okay. But yeah, just for anybody I'll redeem there myself later. Who thinks that you're uh, a robot? No, I mean... No. I didn't sound robotic. It just sounded like a cheerful person when you're walking into a hotel. You're like, welcome. We have your suite ready. Yeah. No, I got you. It was too, it was too not you. Yeah. And it wanted, I wanted to be creepy and it did not sound creepy at all. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I get That's. I wasn't really forced. It's just it Never, wasn't ever a creeper. Scream. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Now in your let's room talk about right. our movie. All right. Anyways. Let me sip some of this. I have to do it. I got to sip no, some of this. No, not in my ear. No, no. No one wants to hear that. Some of that Starbucks espresso right there. Okay. So we got uh, a rated R. Two hours and seven minutes. It's a 2018. uh, An Ari Aster film, which I felt like I recognized that. And when we looked into it, he's uh, one of the, I think he's one of the writers from Saul. He was from the writers and directors of Saul. Right? That was the last movie. Oh, Ari Aster was somebody else then. Okay, whatever. I, yeah, I don't know. The he's I think did something else. I'm not sure. I can look. No, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're totally right. That was um, Dead Silence. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Eight, well, A24 film. Yes, that was the a, one that I was like, oh, that's crazy. They made another one. Yeah. So, but it's uh one that we've watched. I can't remember how long ago, but it was good. We liked it the first time. Watched it with different eyes this time. Still really liked it. Kind of liked it a little bit better. Me personally, than the first time. Do you know what who what else Ari? <coughs> what directed? What did he direct? Our favorite movie ever. Uh, but was afraid. No. <laughs> okay. See, I'm um, something about that name. I'm like, I recognize that. You are right. He also did Midsummer. Yeah. Well, I, I think Bo was afraid is also an A24 film, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know, but that kind of explains the type of movie it is to where it's not going to tell you everything but Bo is afraid is completely different from hereditary to me too to much Bo, of a fever Bo is yeah there's no nothing mm-hmm. makes sense i've looked up things online that try to explain it and i you know no and what the fuck is this when i look at what the fuck is that that's another movie he did uh you want to read that out loud no i don't okay do you want me to say it out if you want to that is so that's an i want to Tino's dick fart. Excuse me. Really works. It says TDF really works. Okay. Tino's dick fart really works. So that's one of uh, Ari Aster's film repertoire. Okay, back to Hereditary. So Hereditary is good. (laughs) So yeah, uh, this has nothing to do with Saul or those really good movies. This has to do with more like weird mental movies, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So... you ready to? Did you have any four thoughts? Are you ready to break it down? No, I'm ready. 
Okay. We're going to do our best to talk about this movie, but once again, you're going to have to go watch it. What do you mean the best? I do my best. No, you do. I'm just saying, like, this is a I movie that I think, like, because of the twists in it, it's, you, I don't, I can do that. I think other people are going to watch it and once again, like, maybe think something differently. Yeah. Everyone can always do better, baby. It's okay. Here I we go. You. I love you. <laughs> Let's jump in. Ah, I hit my headphone. Careful. All right, so we got the movie. <clears throat> it starts just like they all do, and it begins with uh, a what? Did, what you what call is that? going on? <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of what it's called. It's like a eulogy, like a, just a script, something on oh, the screen. Oh, yeah, it's just it's kind of an obituary, right? And it's talking about Ellen Taper Lee. Yes, uh, is the subject that they're talking about a funeral being held and kind yeah, of I think it's an obituary then. Right, some of the family members that she was preceded by and and who who love her she will be missed stuff like that and it takes a it takes a little bit of like looking into but you got you know her husband who's passed mm-hmm. and then she's passed um she was 78 oh i have no idea i can't I remember like yeah i think it was in 78 um she was living with her daughter who is the their main subject annie right yeah yeah that's the main woman yeah, yes, yeah the a- mom annie mother she uh She's the only living relative left. Right. Her brother, R.I.P. Has passed, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they just kind of mentioned that. And it begins at the, an intro to the treehouse through a window. Yeah, because it looks like it's going into the house, but it's the miniatures. It's like a miniature house. Oh, right. That's how they did and start. It, and it looks like, and it's identical to the son's room. Like, you can't even see oh, not, the dis- not quite yet. Really? They don't, they don't quite show that yet. Yeah. It's, it, it shows, you're looking out a window. Oh, yeah. And they show the tree house. stupid tree That's house. it. They're just showing the tree house. Stupid very woodsy environment. They live, um, not quite sure where they live, but in a very, very, like, dense forest, like, uh, Washington kind of, you know, right? Wouldn't you agree? Sure. Okay. Just foresty area. Uh, can't see any neighbors very easily fields and stuff like that but no it's it's a panning back into the house looking at the the tree house and this is a very important place you know well not really important but it, it, you come back around to it a few times through the movie but there's a fly on the window that was something i noted yeah because it's mentioned throughout the movie a lot the tree house it plays a part yeah yeah and the fly flies always just remind me of the ring like always i don't know if you remember in the ring when she's going and watching the videotape she goes to a specific place to like slow it down or i think yeah she goes there to like slow it down or she's investigating i can't remember why but she's slowing it down, and the only thing moving in the tape still is a fly. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and she can pick the fly she off grabs of it, the yeah. screen. Yeah, she rewinds it or something first, and then yeah, and then she's it doing again. it slowly, bit by bit or something. And I can't remember. It's actually, like two different and then times. Then it flies away or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, and her nose is bleeding, and someone opens the door, and they're like, "Oh, can I help?" And she's like, "Huh." <laughs> so this fly, just one, and then yeah. you kind of just, and you're like, "Okay," it could be something you don't notice, but again, watching it again, it's something of note. What? What are you thinking about? You just kind of get what? Oh, no, she's not buried yet. Never mind. I was going to be like, oh, is the fly there because is the like party already there? That's the fly. That's the mama fly. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Never mind because they're still going to the funeral. This is when it it, it comes into the room and starts looking around the room, panning through what looks like miniatures of scenes and stuff like that. So that's when you're panning through the workshop of all these miniatures. 
and you don't know. They're yet. really good miniatures too. Yeah, like, professional. Really cool. Professional level. You don't know whose they are, but it's like clearly a room dedicated as a workshop, and it zooms to this room where it's somebody sleeping in a bed, mm-hmm. and it's it's it comes to be the son's room, and this is that shot that you were saying. I love it. The the shots in this movie are are fucking great. Like oh yeah, and the music. It's already all the whole time. It's really really the really whole good. time it's going. It is not overwhelming. It is just perfectly. It, it adds to it. Yes, perfectly and uh, very weird too. How the sounds they're they're not normal sounds that I've ever heard like in a movie. Just like very twangy and 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 just, just random. And but they mm. they accompany accompany it great. But um, it pans into the room of him sleeping, and I love it. You don't, you can't see the transition. It just just picks up with his dad walking into the room. Oh yeah, and I just wanted to make a note too when when it was showing the miniatures that she makes. I think he even said to you, I was like, what does she use these for? And right. you later find out it's because she like has an exhibit. But I didn't know. Forgive me, like yeah, granted, I'm not into like, the art sector, like going to art shows. I didn't know. But I guess that is a f- sort of f- form of art. I didn't know people went to go look at miniatures. I didn't really even think it's specifically like, look at what I made. And that's oh, it's a, probably oh, like a ah. story. Um, not even really that. I think she, she, some of them might have purpose because like somebody needs to be shown something on a smaller level or. What? Well, okay. Maybe. I okay. don't understand. It's clearly an art gallery who's calling her. Because it even says it's for an exhibit and staring a certain time. It's yeah. the Asher And she's showing her place. like her personal life and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so that's so. why I think it, yeah, it's not just that. It's like the story too. Because, you know, there's some shocking scenes in like yeah. the houses. And it's kind of like, okay, I guess it's to tell yeah. the story yeah, too. Shocking it's not scene. just going to see the miniatures. What fucking story is this? Where do you go see it? This is a very small niche, I guess. Maybe not. Maybe I'm stu- I'm ignorant to it. But either way. um, So he comes in. The dad comes in and goes, you know, Peter. You know, he comes to find mm-hmm. him wake up, and he's telling his son to wake up. It's time to get ready for school and stuff. And he asks him if his sister slept in a room, just kind of like that this is a thing that, you know, and he just goes, I don't know. It's a general question, I guess, they ask around here. Come to find Charlie, who's mm-hmm. the sister, and she's not in her room. She typically sleeps or tends to sleep out in the treehouse. And that's where she's actually at right now. And so he has to go get her. And that during that time, the mom is waiting in the car because they're all going to the viewing, I believe, is this day. I don't I don't oh, know if it's a funeral. School. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I think they're going to the viewing. No, she's just sitting and waiting for them. Right. Because it shows because the dad's already dressed and he goes up into the treehouse and he berates Char- Charlie and is like, it's freezing in here. Like, yeah. You're going to get hypothermia. And she she likes to say, that's all right. Mm-hmm. Like she likes that. She's, yeah, she's very soft spoken. Yeah, and, and you know, you you would, I guess, think that she's got, you know, mental issues or something. She's slower. She's 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 odd, right? I mean, she's I I would de- I would definitely think she's odd. I I guess what in terms of nowadays would be an odd kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. In terms, of, I, I didn't know if she ever trying to uh, imply that she's got some kind of mental disability that they just kind of deal with, or if they just. Or if she's totally normal, but she's no, just weird. I, I, yeah, I think she's just a little odd. Like, she might have odd hobbies like or are. stuff. Um, I th- think definitely, like, in the classroom, she might not... Focusing on work might be more difficult for her. But I wouldn't say... Not because, like, she's a disability, just because, like, her type of personality might not, like, 
be able to mm-hmm. do well in a class environment okay. where she's really good with fucking building shit with her hands. If you fucking put her in an actual art class, she okay. might do really uh, well. Okay, So she's autistic. I got it. Just like, I don't are. know. I don't know what <laughs> she is, but she's definitely odd because, you know, she does it all the time. And which I'm about to bring up. So they, they come to basically they panned and then the shots of this uh, transitional shots are great. They pan, mm-hmm. they pan down from like the mom talking. She's talking at the podium about her mother. And the note that I wanted to make basically is as she's talking, she mentions her mom being a private woman. Yeah. And she was like, this is even weird talking about her right now. Yeah. It feels like a betrayal even talking yeah. about her. She, she had her friends, she had her, uh, her secrets and stuff like that. Uh, and it was weird how she even said it's disheartening to see so many new I strange new faces or, or what or but she goes, it's interesting to see. It wasn't interesting. It was something else. It was it. It was kind of like a slap in their face. Like, why are you guys are just showing up? Cause she's dead. Kind of like that. And she's like, my mother would question too. I yeah. Something like something that. Yeah. Showed up. But maybe not so much. She had a very secretive life. Maybe yeah. she doesn't know a lot of them. That's but a good point. Yeah. While she's talking, you hear Charlie click for the first time. She's mm-hmm. drawing and she tends to like to draw a lot. And the dad kind of just closes the book because he's like, you know, not now. It's mm-hmm. not time for that. But she likes to eat chocolate all the time. That's kind of her thing of choice. And you kind of see that. love chocolate. Yeah. And, the, you know, the very end of the speech and stuff, she's, she's walking through the line and she's, she goes to open casket. And basically everybody's walking by to give their respects or whatever. And she's walking in the line. And standing there, and she looks back, and there's this creepy guy. There's a couple of times in the movie, there's these people, you're just like, what was that for? And it kind of, I guess the explanation comes around to the end. Uh, they're all related somehow, connected, you know, somehow. But this guy's just smiling at her. It's like, okay, it's a little off-putting. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like anyone else notices him just standing in the corner smiling at them. Yeah. Or at her. So and it's a big smile, not a, like oh, yeah. a full teeth smile. Like, like a he's smiling. Grin. Yeah, 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 like a Joker grin. Yeah, she's staring at her grandma, and she notices a necklace on her chest. Uh, it's got like a symbol on it, which mm-hmm. is important. Um, but just kind of is looking at her, and then walks away, eating her chocolate. L- watches other people look at her, and this one lady touches her lips. Touches her grandma's lips. Yeah, yeah, and I, that but I think she's put. It looked like she put. She had something in her hand. And tilted it and put it Look, on the grandma's yeah, lips. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know if that was. Oh, sorry. Um, I didn't know if that was. I I don't. I have no idea. I actually have no idea. I, and the thing is, well, she's a kid. Never mind. Because I was gonna be like, and my mom's here, and that's her grandma. So never mind. But I, I, if I saw someone do that to mom, I'd be like, what, what you did doing? you just do? Yeah, I don't know. What did you just touch my mom for? You weirdo. But uh, then. And yeah. she's eating the yeah eating the chocolate. Th- then they had that scene when the what she what the mom asks when she's like oh no the dad asks he's like that doesn't have any nuts does it yeah and as they're walking out the mom goes that doesn't have nuts in it does it that we don't have the epipen on us and he's like no no okay first off how fucked up is that your daughter has an extreme allergy to nuts not just like oh if she gets it oh, she gets on. a rash hold on there are those that. Their throat closes up, like right. There are those. Yeah, because my brother's a, friends rash. that happens. His right. throat closes up. Is that that's the extreme? That's the most. I mean, like I. Th- I don't is, know. I the thought there was one. Is there? I don't know that if they touch it, they literally like die, or do they die because they asphyxiate? <laughs> they they die because they 
<laughs> choke. I'm so sorry. It is not funny to laugh at that. I just imagine someone accidentally touching a peanut and touching. just falling dead. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that. That sounds like. No, I know that's not real, but I'm yeah. saying like, what is the reaction that they get? Is it that their throat closing up yes. and that's why they die? Okay. Yes. Well, then, then yeah, she has the most severe form of it. Can die from. Yes, because I told <laughs> you that story of what my brother yeah, yeah. did to my other brother's friend. Drink the smoothie. Yeah, and then he tasted it and he looked and he's like, I got peanut butter. He's like, does this it? have peanut butter? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, fuck. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. And he didn't have. And I don't think he had his epipen on him either. And so he like sat down. He was slowly breathing. He was trying not to panic. He's like, call nine one one. Yeah, something that uh, you have a little time, but if it's too late, it can be too late. And see, but he's a grown ass adult. If you forget your epipen, that's your own fucking fault. Yeah, you're her parents. Yeah. And the fact is, like, all of you are so nonchalant about know. it too. I don't know where this chocolate bar came from. No, but they're so nonchalant about it. Like, not all of you have an epipen. Like, you all don't have an epipen ready to go. Yeah, I just find how the mom's like, she doesn't have nuts, right? Like, y'all, it's just that, I just remember, that was just so weird. Well, come to find what ends up happening to her. Nuts is the least But, but see, worries. I think that, but see, that is a perfect example. Of, they're so nonchalant about it. So nonchalant. Maybe that's, that's why I think that's why the brother's nonchalant about it, too, because the mom just running around, yeah. leaving the home without an EpiPen. That's a good point. It's Instead like, of, like, all of you, we need to practice how we do it, important. make sure you know how to do it. Everyone, we cannot leave the home. We need to make sure we have it. If... Cause think about that. Because how scary <laughs> is that? Like your throat closes up. Yes. <laughs> no, but I, as a mom, like I, that's just I. I could not believe that she I was am just like that. Happy our daughter doesn't have shit to worry about. As far yeah, as but I, it's that. just crazy how I. I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, "What?" She just and I didn't know it was that severe yet. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like, "Oh, maybe she just gets a rash." Now that I know, fuck you, mm. fuck you. So they come home from the funeral. Uh, and one thing they just he, Peter comes in first the son he just runs upstairs Charlie I don't know if she comes in or not. I think she does but she has a conversation with her husband which you mm-hmm. don't know the name of him yet uh, and she's just like you know you know it's I, yeah Annie and Steve okay I, was, okay, I didn't know if you want to build it up more or less but it's yeah not his that name big is, deal. you're right it's not like Pearl the father's name is Steve <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something so fucked up never mind what <laughs> <laughs> oh, should you even say it? Yeah, no, never mind. I'll okay. tell you later. Moving on <laughs> for the bonus episodes. Um, should I be sadder? You know, she's just kind of like, and he's like, he's uh, the thing he's is, some form of doctor. Yeah, or something. he's very logical thinker, very kind of kind of cold, but he's there. I mean, he he knows that he needs to be there. He knows that he how to be more or less a good. He husband. gives me um psychologist feels like yeah. the ones not another one no psychiatrist whoever can prescribe you prescriptions i feel like he gives me that feels they're very distant very cold but not not like a therapist cold. yeah but i mean like he's not like it's okay sweetheart you'll process his emotions yeah no, is very big. limited your mother he calculates died. what he says yeah yeah so he just says you know in due time yeah. you'll process it how you how you should um and then she goes to work on the miniatures so that's her that's her job. That's yes. what she does. And that's that's what she does it with like the magnifying glass over her eye and all that shit getting down She's to like really good detailed, at it. detailed detailed uh, work. Which yeah, is if like crazy. a scene has a screen in it, she will make sure it matches. So it's time to tuck them in and I wrote I don't know if you, I can't remember if she tucks in Peter, I don't think so. No, no, the dad no, the she goes to uh, no, the dad uh, says goodnight to Peter because he even asks Peter, are you sad? Like, or how are you doing? And Peter's playing with the guitar. Oh, he and goes, he's just eh. kind of like, eh. he, goes, he's he goes, like, I get it. Yeah. I understand. She tucks in Charlie. Yeah. And that's what, you know, that's the important thing I wanted to note. 
she goes to tuck her in and she's not talking. She's always tinkering with something in her hand mm-hmm. and she's not talking to her. You know, and Charlie's not answering. So her, the mo- Annie, the mom goes, you know, you know, you never cried as a baby. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. She basically said you were her favorite. I think that's what she says first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you were her favorite and she doesn't respond, you know. And then she mentioned, you know, you never cried as a baby. And she said something like, who's going to take care of me? The now. daughter asks. And she's yeah, like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. Hello, I'm your mother. I will. She goes, well, what about when you die? And then she just, and then I thought that was a weird, you know, response that she's just like, well, then your father will. And I'm like, well, hold, she on, goes, hold <coughs> on. Why are you dying now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would your father, you're going to grow up. It's and a then fear, we w- though. And the thing is, like, you need to talk and communicate to your kid and understand, like, yeah, that is a scary ta- thought to under- like to have. Yeah. But you have to understand right now I'm alive and, like, we have plans for you. So maybe she does need assistance in something. I don't know. Right. So but for her, that's the, what like she for said, her, if your father will take care of you. So I was just like, okay. But when it comes to her, when it comes to Annie and Charlie, Annie is always very, like, she wants to be loving to Charlie, but it always is just, like, all short very Ugh. very short. like because that's what she says when she's like when charlie's like what who's gonna take care of me when you die it's literally annie takes it as in an insult and mm-hmm. going yeah no, me excuse or me. who's gonna take care of me now she's like yeah me you end up and finding like, out why she's she's so short with her but. yeah but no but still i feel like it's just it's not acceptable how she just is like oh just i'm gonna take care of it your kid is scared you should be like yeah i understand you're scared but we're gonna get through it it's gonna oh, be okay again, we she's not never wanted to be a mother wasn't supposed to be a mother that kind of thing so she's not going to get these proper responses no but i'm also saying how she is trying to be loving and it's just interesting how like she tries to but then when it's like any pushback or when she has to come to it it just falls short yeah so she's laying there and notices she's laying on charlie kind of what charlie turned away and she notices on the wall which i never looked these up i don't know if we should but either way uh it's satiny s-a-t-o-n-y is kind of written on the wall above her bed and it's like all right she notices that doesn't do anything about it and then just you know kind of that's the end of that scene so she ends up going (laughs) sorry what Uh, you said s-a-t-o-n-y yeah it's okay so i guess apparently it it has to do with the hereditary movie but it's a form of satan okay gotcha that's okay yeah satany got it that makes sense so she goes through her mom's things and she finds a note in a book on spiritualism she was like kind of she she did attempt to grab some picture books uh picture albums but just put it down i guess as she looked through it for just one picture um puts it down looks at a book on spiritualism and the note she reads through something about how we'll get through these hard times and my my dear annie and something i i didn't know if it was a note that she had known she written or if it was something that she was supposed to get post her death but it was just kind of she didn't really seem shocked either way she just kind of like closes the book puts it down puts all the shit she's probably already seen all of that because it's in her storage well, in her mom's stuff storage, in her in, in her in her house, right? It's in her house, which is where her mom lived before she died. Yeah, and her that stuff that bo- those boxes were written "mom's stuff" on them on the side. So that's her mom's stuff in her workshop area. Yeah, so she probably has already gone through it. Sure. So as she's leaving, though, she turns the light off, and just so happens to see her fucking mom's shadow in the <laughs> corner, and it freaks her out to where she turns the yeah. light on and she's gone of course and she's like mom <laughs> i thought that was interesting okay yeah so you're kind of thinking 
you know, again, let's, I don't know if we wanted to know this before or after, but like we think, and I like the concept of mental instability as far as that's what this movie is about. Well, we can talk about that once it comes back when she brings up her family. She uh she had mentioned something about how you know you oh yeah had, when she was she saying was that she's your favorite, your favorite. Yeah, yeah she's always your fa- she was your favorite uh, she had this weird connection with you uh, even when I went, was feeding you she always wanted to feed you she had to be the one feeding you yeah and, and you know you think of course uh, that has to do with well, I guess uh, taking the bottle yeah because right? when she says like oh she had to be the one feeding you I was like right. okay clearly you guys are doing formula yeah right because everyone can help out then got it yeah so cut to here you know she sees her mom in the corner turns uh light on she's not there her oh Oh, she's one of her and the girl from ready or not they're both of their they're so good every subtle movement on her fucking face amazing like i love her give her praises later But uh, she's great. She's fucking great. Well, yeah, you were just doing it. I just want to say, jeez, Louise. Well, no, I want you to give it all that you got later. (laughs) You know, you were about to go in the whole like fan. No, I wasn't. Amazing. Hold on. Oh my god. Anywho, she uh, sees the the miniatures again all over the workshop. She just walks up to this fucking miniature and flips it around. It's a miniature house, and it's a scene in a room. And so she flips the house around and it shows you the scene in the room. Of her, and somebody sitting in the bed. Her, get, Annie, sitting in the bed, breastfeeding Charlie. A, a baby. A baby. And it, it's Whoa. clearly Charlie because she wasn't talking to her during when she was uh, Peter. You don't know that yet. Yeah. But it's but a baby. She, and hence with that conversation earlier, the fucking mom has her boob out trying to feed her granddaughter. The grandma has the boob out. Yeah. That's why I said the grandmother has her boob out trying to feed her granddaughter. So there's like, and you're like, wait, what is this photo or this miniature I'm looking at right now? So when Annie was saying that to Charlie, she literally meant. Well, is she this, was trying to breastfeed you? Well, well, yeah. Was it a metaphor? And this is her, her. You know what I'm saying? Like the meta, a uh, uh, physical example of a metaphor to say like she was so obsessed. That is an extreme that, like, Look, here's my fucking metaphor to yeah. fucking make a miniature of your mom with her tit out trying to feed your fucking uh, kid. It's crazy to think that she actually was trying to do that. How's a grandma gonna give milk? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't because she's crazy. Okay, she was crazy. She had DID. It says it in the fucking beginning. Later. No, in the fucking. No, it doesn't. Oh. You just. You gotta go chronological with it. No. So any, anyways, this this fucking miniature was like, what the fuck? It was weird, and so she that she leaves the room, and goes, yeah, no, I don't think that was a metaphor at all. No. Okay, so if she no. was literally trying to yes. offer her tit, yes, excuse me, to her yes. daughter for her her granddaughter, granddaughter, it's like what is going on right now? She wasn't offering it to her daughter <laughs> for her her daughter. I gave this to you to give to my granddaughter. Yeah, no, that works at all. Hey, it's gonna get passed down somehow. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god, it's such a fucked up family, man. So yeah, that's when she goes out of the room, talk, gets to home, the bed basically with her husband, and and then basically I just scared myself in the uh, in the workshop. <laughs> who marries who marries someone who has this kind of trauma? Yeah, no, it's an interesting because she's putting it out there in physical form, showing her life <laughs> in these little miniatures and stuff, these scenery oh scenes. God. She, yeah, so and you end up seeing other ones later. That she, you can see none doing. of the rest of them are metaphors. So I okay. think that's literally what happened. Good lord! So that's some. That's, what is that? Was that Game of Thrones? Is that Game of Thrones? Who does that? 
But that's brother the, and sister. No, the one who's constantly breastfeeding that that. Oh, saying, her son, some, her thirteen-year-old kid. Yeah. yeah, that was um um, Caitlin Stark's sister. Right, that's just in the class of weird shit. And so, anyways, next day, I wrote, yeah, but she was actually producing. I'm sorry, she was actually producing milk. What does this grandma got? Okay, dust. So <laughs> next day, pixie dust. They they cut to a classroom where a teacher's walking around, and this is Charlie's class. And the teacher's walking up and down the rows while the kids are taking a class. Charlie's not. She's working on some shit in her lap, tinkering with a toy. And the lady, the teacher, comes up from behind her and kind of doesn't really startle her, but she's like, so do we think we could work on that later or do we need to finish the test? And she's like... Well, I will say this really quick. I, I, don't, it's not I don't really think it's considered a toy to Charlie. I think it's a piece of artwork. Like, she's creating little miniature, like... She's creating figures out of things that she's putting. Like she's building, like um, what like a welder almost. Like she puts fucking shit together and makes figures. Because when you see later in her room, when her dad, um, or when her mom goes in there to say goodnight, like mm-hmm. you see things all on the wall that she makes. So I think it's kind of disrespectful that the teacher's like, oh, can you put this toy away now? Like you can work on this toy later. And I just feel like that's another thing, kind of like instead of her being an interesting creative kid and being like, that's really cool. Let's work on this after your quiz. I think that's really creative, Charlie. She kind of talked to her in a... a down, down tone. Yeah. You know? and, and so it, it, Charlie's like, yeah. Oh, you you know, can even, she doesn't away. even look at her. She just sits there and is like, oh, okay. And it does, yeah, it doesn't really move. And then all of a sudden, I love the scene, you know, kind of from the side of her face looking mm-hmm. out to the window. You see some object kind of coming coming out the window and bang bird hits the window yeah smacks the window hard you see a blood stain kind of left in the window and you're like yeah well that bird just broke its neck is that common uh, i mean common and to what degree like is that only associated with like evil stuff or does that happen do birds actually fly birds into don't, windows so, i mean well i've only heard of it in situations where birds don't know that there's a glass panel where there never used to be one like they built something but this is a building that's right. been here for years well, it's when a birds, school when birds get discombobulated or some because co- they do fly off of magnets in the atmosphere or some shit with the brain and their connection to the environment it's like so, maybe one that's like fucked up in the head yeah like, okay. i feel like if they get that they, they go and they hit windows i mean people have said that they've heard or had birds hit windows all the time if birds get inside they get all kinds of fucked up yeah i could see that around, yeah but, um Either way, this one hit the window, mm-hmm. and, and all the kids are freaking out, and Charlie just kind of stares, um, not ominously, just doesn't react to it. Almost like she summoned it, but who knows? Because, yeah, it's a weird perspective because it shows her face, and then it shows the bird. Because, like, it's almost saying that she's really upset right now. I honestly th- was, <clears throat> excuse me, I was expecting the scissors for how hard she was staring at them to, like, levitate. Oh, yeah. I was and, like, does she then, levitate Well, shit? see, I didn't catch that at first. It took us the third time around to, to notice exactly what she was looking at. I was like, why are they looking at the teacher's desk? But yeah, at the corner is a uh, a little teacher's pencil thing, and it's got scissors in it. So she looked. She ends up stealing that. But then they cut to Peter mm-hmm. in class, and he's distracted. He's staring at the girl in front of him, I guess, that he thinks is cute. And his buddy's texting him, and mm-hmm. he's got a – he's your typical – what are you, 15, 15? Yeah, yeah he's driving, he's 16. School. He's yeah, driving. something like that. Yeah. He oh, himself. yeah, he drives by himself. So he's yeah. 16. And he's going to parties and shit like that. And he's very much. He's he probably like punch, a junior in high school. Let's give him that. Very uh, still a kid. Yeah. Know? Oh, very 100%. So. Yeah. But he's always smoking bowls and hanging out with his buddies and stuff. And one he of his, still has to get permission from his parents. Yeah, yeah. He's a kid. So one of his buddies asked him if he wants to smoke bowl under the bleachers or whatever. And mm-hmm. he's right next to him. He just looked. The, the day now when phones 
are I mean, back when we had phones, we could do it without looking. And I remember I remember saying that in particular about button phones compared to the the touchscreen phones. But now, now we've done the touchscreen phones so much, we could do those without looking kind of too. You'd have to look down real quick. But you can pass notes texting now. Like, I feel like you'd be a really slick teacher if you got some kind of, like, phone blocker. As soon as they walk in the in the room, it kind of has, like, a perimeter where your phones don't work. And you can't pass your virtual notes anymore. Yeah, see, I didn't... <clears throat> See, my school was crazy when it came to phones. Like we, so when I see movies portraying kids just having their phones out, and the teachers are like, "Oh, just put it away." Mm-mm. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. they were Nazis at your school, but that was a different year. And your school, your school is no other information outside of what we're giving you. They'll well, be talking yeah, no, to you the could world. get you would get your phone taken away once. It would go to the principal, and then your parent would have to come pick it up. But then if it got taken away again, you would have to wait to the end of the semester. So that happened to me one time, and I had to wait until uh, winter break to get my phone back. Yeah. And my parents didn't care. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. Yep. Until yep. that one time your dad did walk into the school and said, give me that phone back, you know. Yeah, that was when I was older, though. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so they, they show that little thing with Peter, and then, then they cut to Charlie. She's outside, and she's staring at the bush where the, the bird landed. It was a pigeon. And it's there on top of the bush. So no she, one came and cleaned it up? No. Nah, yeah, right? You know? Like, no one came and cleaned the window and picked up the fucking dead bird? I guess not. So she walks <laughs> up to it, and, you know, I'm like, oh, she's going to take the bird. No, nah, she decides to just take the head and just cuts off that the head. So and cuts through it real slow with the scissors and snips it off, takes <laughs> the scissors and the head and puts it in her oversized, probably her brother's uh, sweatshirt she's wearing. Like, I don't want to be mean, like, but... Art is art. Wouldn't but okay, <laughs> but wouldn't it make sense though and more sanitary to take it home and to do that and like cut it and to have gloves and everything? She and put she puts the bird head in her pocket. She's special. I already told you. Okay, I understand that, <laughs> but she puts the bird head in her pocket. There's blood. Yeah. Well, are you having your period? No. Nope. Something else. It's not that much blood. Well, it's just a little dab, like, but still. It's like <laughs> and blood. then she just keeps eating her chocolate. That cross contamination is disgusting. That's all mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. think. That whole scene. So then they cut to mom. She's working again in her. Uh, oh, she didn't see anyone during that time. What? Oh, well, yeah. No, no. You're right. Sorry. Sees old lady. Yeah. Yeah. She turns around and some because she's looking around to street. see if anyone saw her. I feel like she was kind of like just looking and then makes eye contact with, with someone. a lady across the street. And she's yeah. just kind of waving. And you're just like, okay, <laughs> Who who, who's that, that lady? Yeah. So this is now like kind of the second person that has stared at Charlie and smiled and waved. And you're like, you know come to find out later but um then yeah the cuts of the mom working and while she's in there her door opens i wrote that like the door just creaks open but i guess nothing i can't remember nothing else comes from it but um i don't remember it creaking open when she was oh i just remember her coming out of her room and seeing her mom's rooms open oh and then she goes down to no shit mom's doors open yes uh, thank you yeah Yeah. she goes down to steve and she's like did you go in my mom's room And he's like nope no yeah and then she makes him lock it and then yeah i know it's irrational but you know appreciate you and he's like again being that kind of just agree agreeing husband then he's like and she's he's like what are you gonna do tonight she goes i'm gonna go to the movies i wonder if she made him lock it because i after she saw her mom i wonder if she thought like her mom opened the door and i wonder if she's like i know i'm being irrational but can you lock it you know how ghosts can unlock doors Anyways, um, yeah, what a locked door! Locked door is not gonna stop him. When she's about to leave, a phone call comes in, 
and Steve, the dad, answers it, and he's like, you know, oh no, Peter comes up to him and goes, Dad, the phone, the phone's for you, it's the cemetery. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he he takes the phone call, and the wife's right there, and he's right there, and he kind of walks away just a little bit, and you can hear over the phone that something's happened, Mm -hmm. and he's like, you know, what what do you mean desecrated or whatever? And he and he's kind of kind of pushes it off to be like, you know, can we talk about this? And he's uh, like, it's only call me back another time. And when he gets off the phone, and well, no, no, he says it's only been a week, and then he says, "Can I call you back later?" Because right. Andy comes up to him, and and, and, and kind of has to play. She's like, "What was that?" And he goes, "Ah, just billing stuff." Yeah, you know, just nothing. He doesn't want to tell her, and she goes, "All right, whatever." Doesn't push it. Fucking yeah. wants to leave, just leaves. She's not technically going to the movies. She's actually going to these grief classes. I guess that you could take at your local. Uh, auditorium I don't or know if whatever. They're classes. They're more meetings for people who have lost someone and yeah, just to you. share their grievances together, I guess. Yeah, so she goes in, somebody's talking, she ends up sitting down, and then the guy that's the host or whatever kind of goes, all right, we got the floor to open to any newcomers. And she goes to speak, and she's just like, eh, never mind. And everybody's just kind of sitting there. <laughs> she goes no but then he says like no pressure at all like if you don't want to don't worry about it and i think because he says that that pushes her to talk yeah she she definitely talks and then just begins talking and talking about everything. oh vomits everything and this is when she breaks down her relationship with her mother why she's there her mother just passed uh what two weeks ago i can't remember what, how long she said no a week yeah a week ago because that's what she said the grave had only or 10 days he said a week he's like it's only been a week okay so a week so yeah a week has passed she's there and she, the only reason she actually doesn't believe in these things the only reason she's there is because of how it helped before with something in her life she's like so let's try it again here we go we come to find the mother at the very end of her life had they already didn't have a good relationship they were very estranged but she had did near the end of her life which is disassociative identity I disorder. Sh- I I don't think she had it at and the end of her dementia. life. She she had dementia at the end of her life. She had DID like her whole life. Okay. Yeah, she had DID and then her Well, that's nuts. To I'm just saying to live like that. I didn't Oh know. my god, I thought you were saying that means she's nuts. And I was like, "Oh my god." No, I'm saying that's nuts <laughs> that your mother your whole life has had DID. Yeah, because I don't think that's something that just comes on that's kind of like how the husband had skits or the brother had schizophrenia well yeah she breaks down saying that my mother was this my father had psychotic depression yeah and he ended up killing himself by starving himself yes so that's how he died and yeah and i wrote down shows heavy issues <laughs> i was like she's got all these issues with her family her brother was a schizophrenic who ended up killing himself blaming in his suicide note blaming the mother uh annie's the grandmother Annie's mom, uh, Charlie and Peter's grandmother, the one who just died. Damn it, got it, you got it. The one who died, the grandmother. I'm from. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Back to DID because when you were saying how she got it, yes, yeah, I'm sorry. You can. This isn't something that you're you're born necessarily with. born with. This is something people who have experienced phys, uh, a physical and sexual abuse in childhood are at increased risk of DID. The vast majority of people who have developed 
DID have experienced repetitive or overwhelming trauma in childhood. Yeah, you disassociate to where you do yeah. really create another identity within yourself. Yeah, I just want to, I, whenever it comes to things like well, that or anything. That's traumatic DID. I, mean, I don't know if it's mental, like, breakdown. Like, I don't, I don't know if they're different. Well, don't, no. we, need to, we don't need to break it down. Yeah, I just want to, I'm just ignorant when it comes to these things. And I don't ever want to sound disrespectful to anyone who struggles with stuff like that or no deals with stuff like that. Never. So that's, but the mom was... Cuckoo. crazy and how she acted and it makes complete sense which what she does hard to get along with so apparently See. she was estranged and then when she ended up living with them things got bad to the point where steve had the husband had to put a no contact rule in i don't think she was living with them she yes. was he put she uh she was talking to them and then they had a no contact rule and then she ended up moving in with them once she had her daughter. Or no, they started talking again when she had her daughter. They didn't. She didn't live with them until she had dementia, Hunter. Okay, well, whatever. It, it, however, she was around Charlie all the time. That's I think she had to be living with them. That's when. Okay, so because they had. Charlie okay, so she was talking to them. Okay, twelve. Yeah, she's. I think she's in middle school. I want to say yeah, middle school. She's not so. in elementary. But the father said no talking to the mother when she had Peter. Then something happened. I guess she felt guilty or something because then she started talking to her when she had Charlie. And that's when she said she just like pushed her to Charlie or pushed her to her mom. Pushed Charlie to her. Gave, yes. tr- gave her daughter to her. Pretty much because tonight, cause out like, of guilt for like I, cutting her off. Sure. Here you go. Here's my daughter. Whatever. And but so then she moved into them with them when she had uh, like was on hospice or dementia when she got old. And she couldn't take care of things anymore. Either way, she feels blamed about how everything is all messed up and everything's mm-hmm. ruined. And the guy even asks, he goes, well, what do you feel blamed for? Like, why do you feel blamed? And she just goes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so it is. it actually is interesting. It kind of poses a question like once you find out that the end, yeah, like what is she, what is she... What could she be suffering from if her whole family suffered for something? Oh, what true is that. she suffering that's, that's from? That's that's the that's a good question. Like, yeah, what is her mental like, yeah, like flaw what is here? If her family had that bad a shit, but yeah, in the end, I'll I'll, I'll give my feelings. Uh, so she feels blamed either way. Mm-hmm. During this time, you know, at home, uh, the brother Peter's at, at home and he's smoking a bowl in his room. He's in the 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 point of this is that somebody is mentioning a, a party tomorrow. Bring your dick, bro. And he's texting and he's like, okay. <laughs> so and they look outside and someone's breathing. And I'm guessing you're you can assume that this is from the uh, treehouse that somebody's breathing uh, out into the cold air. And, and I'm gonna assume it's Charlie, right? I'm gonna say it's probably Charlie, but I don't know why that's important, why that matters. But she's out there again in the woods because that's where she likes to be in that. There's little heaters out there, but like but I don't think Charlie ever uses the heaters. Well, you know the red light's on for some reason. Oh, sometimes. it is during yeah. this time. Okay, no. then. Well, no, not at this one time. No, because the only time I ever see it is later when the. Yeah, true. But uh, next day they they show the sister. It's falling. What's wrong? Nothing's falling. Oh, I fixed it. Oh, sorry. I keep hitting this. Sorry. The next day the sister's doing arts and crafts in her room basically with the bird head <laughs> she's she's at her table and you could see all Jesus. around her she does stuff like this all the time like out of sticks out of out of rocks out of other things she's hot glue and all this kind of putting shit together but yes and i want to say really quick i because there's a lot of things i love on etsy and we've seen shows like on oddities and stuff where people make stuff out of dead things and it's really cool but once again they do it in a sanitary way mm-hmm. she's just chilling with a dead 
bird head <laughs> that has I don't it has not been clean <laughs> has dried so blood yeah, she's on it. She's got her own amateur shit going on that maybe she doesn't quite know what she's doing. Yeah, maybe but she had parents who gave a shit about her and they yeah. could help her. Yeah, her room weirdly enough is like at the end of the hallway kind of elevated. You can I mean if you're standing at the very very end, you could look all the way down. Is it the one with the steps? And a couple steps up and then her room's right there and there's a window at the end. So she's up It's there. a really nice room. Yeah, and if you see cool. her room, like you'll see the things on the on the shelves. It's very creative. She made all of this. It's just, her parents just fucking don't give a shit about her. Yeah, you can assume that. So because she's just like, I'm sorry, she's just like how her mom creates things. She creates them just like her mom, but they're more, like, morbid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unlike you, mommy, look at me. Look at my, look bir- at my bird head. Look at my bird. Oh, it fell down, blood everywhere. Bl- Brains spill out. Oopsie, I'll use that for something else. Oh my God. Uh, they cut to a picture of Charlie. No, see, it's not. See, this is why I think, again, I, I forgot I wrote, made this note. I made this note specifically because of the boob. Uh, miniature you're like wait grandma it's trying to it's not fucking possible they cut to a picture of charlie being bottle fed by the grandma so like and you're just like oh okay hunter yeah. no i really do Whatever. think the grandma had her <laughs> hunter because if you look at all her other miniatures that they do show they're all real scenes that happen why would you as a metaphor maybe this was her side personal miniature that she's not actually putting in the in the venue bullshit anyways so no. they cut to annie that mom's downstairs. tit was out she's cutting food and while she's making some food in the kitchen the work messages her what this isn't this wasn't when charlie was sitting at her desk and the no okay not okay. yet okay just want to make I sure i wrote that down when the okay. first time that happens okay uh work messages her for for early pictures she gets it on like her phone and oh she looks and, and it's something i guess of contempt for her she's just like because well, think about it hunter like i told you how what i've just seen in regards to authors when you work for a publisher where versus when you do it on your own think about it is she okay say your date your due date is the 30th of october and your fucking mom dies on october 15th like you still have to go do your deadline still your right, deadline right and this this is why i i press to you i think she has her own as an as a creative her own outlet exploration because she's over here doing the mom's funeral she's got all those chairs and she's writing and she's Hunter. lining it up and then she Mommy's does her daughter's scene. You know what I'm saying? So all this stuff is like, why is she? She's not putting that. Yes, in the she video. is. Okay. Because well, that's because remember when the dad comes in and he even says, "Jesus fucking Christ," are you? Yeah. Gonna, and she's like, "Yes, it's from a perspective. It's neutral from a neutral perspective. perspective." That does not mean it's in the gallery. Yes, it is. Okay, look, oh my god. Yeah, I beg to differ. No, Anyways. no. Mommy's titty is out, and it's real, you Hunter. The grandma. No, I don't. Really you want it to not out. happen. You want it to not be real, but possible. it is true. This is why she has such a weird relationship with Charlie. Oh, yeah. And then when you find out what you find out, that is why she sure. wanted to do it. And no, can't find me on it. You are so, right about go. the light. While at the very end, before they cut to uh, Annie cutting food, there's a light that kind of reflects on the wall and goes outside. That's why Charlie picks up the thing I and starts. Told you, yeah, and go. And the music, of course, is perfect with all this. She's going outside, and then cut to uh, Charlie following. The, I love this shot from overhead. She's walking out like towards the the treehouse. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a flying elbow after this episode. That's cool. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> ding ding ding. All right. So, um, she's walking, and there's the the light kind of just goes through like away, and she's walking, and there's these footsteps that are next to where she's walking. Okay, hold on. Yes. So Charlie is sitting at her work desk. desk gets yes, up and, and walks a light. Outside. It's like a weird light that just like 
like I don't know. It's like a circle that goes it's over like the whole room. A reflection. Yeah. Kind of like a pulsing reflection mm-hmm. that concentrates and then it goes outside. But is she doing her? Why she's sitting there? Uh, yeah, she did it okay. a couple times. She does that throughout. Like, yeah. That's just her thing. That she, it's like a t- tick that she does. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder why she does. That. I wonder if during that time is she like curious, stressed out, just. So she's got this bird thing and she's walking with it and <laughs> that's it. She just goes walking away. You don't really know where she terminates to. A bird. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's whatever you put a bird head on is a bird thing. Now. <laughs> this this she's cup. It's a bird thing. Bird head around. So it it cuts to Annie's again. She's working and Peter comes in. And I, I just so vibe with this. Like, I, I asking my mom and knowing, like, usually it's no kind of thing. My mom was the, the end-all, end be-all. We had to ask her. I mean, if my dad was like, yeah, go ask your mom. So knowing that she might say no, he comes in to ask her, hey, mom, uh, you know, I got a question. Can I, you know, I got this little get-together, school barbecue. And she goes, you going to be drinking? He goes, uh, <laughs> we're not even old enough to drink. And she's yeah, like, she's like, Okay, so you're not. So are you? That's I don't care about that. But you're not gonna be drinking. He's like, I just told you we're not gonna be drinking. Yeah, but the way that they're talking, it's not like that. Loving no, no, but no, no it's, it's not, not even like that. It's not even like he wasn't like he's he's worried about her saying no. They have a such a weird relationship. Like he does not want to talk to her. He the whole time, and even when she's responding, she's like, <sighs> okay, <sighs> all right, and he even is like. No, I told you we're not doing that. Yeah, like no, it's, it's it's very like f- very tense. It's yeah. very weird. And she's kind of like, well, kind of like, can you just fucking leave? Yeah. So like, are you are you gonna take your sister? And he's yeah. just like, I mean, does she want to go? And he goes, Have you asked her? You know? Yeah, it's just, just like that. And, and I remember that kind of thing. Like, where well, I'm gonna go? And he's like, You're gonna bring Holton with you? And I'm like, Okay. And I remember playing like in Georgia, going to go out and go to ring my brother go ask him first mm-hmm. uh, and he would always say yes because he's a little brother and wants to hang out so it's like but yeah the mom's very exasperated that's so what it is can't find her and i think that he she ends up saying that to her but that's when charlie's outside and the music of course is elevating mm-hmm. and getting crazy she sees out in like this field in the distance uh, her grandmother like around this fire a pit it was her grandma yeah it okay. was a white-haired lady with uh, in a dress that her grandmother had been wearing this whole time like whenever you see uh, I, I don't know if it's that what she was buried in or whatever pictures, mm-hmm. but she's wearing this white dress and she's doing some kind of look, you know, looks like she's burning something, but it comes to be like a, I don't know, a circle or a triangle, some mm-hmm. kind of thing in the a grass. A symbol or something. Yeah. And that's when Annie comes up from behind her and finds her and she's like frustrated. She grabs her and is like, what are you, an idiot? You know, yeah, like, it came out here frustrated. She's feet. fucking yeah, she's mean. She's flat out and then, you know, grabs her by the arm and no loving feelings at all, drags no. her out to the house. Throws her inside, basically. Well, no, before she goes into the house, remember, she uh, Charlie yanks her arm, and she's like, I want grandma. He's like, oh, are you going to be mad at me now? Yeah. And she's like, whatever, and just grabs her and, mm-hmm. and brings her in. And, yeah, I forgot that part. And then that's when she, that's when Peter's downstairs. You know, I guess like, we're all trying to wait to see if uh, Charlie wants to go. But, and Charlie that, but the mom demands Charlie doesn't get a choice. Yeah. She's like, you're going to go go in this party uh, with kids. And she's like, why? I don't want to go. And she's just like, yeah, you're going to go. Well, you're yeah. going to go with other kids and you're going to have a good time. You're going to go. And it's just like, yep. Just like that. Like damn. very just exasperated short. Like, but when she calls her daughter an idiot, when yeah. she's like, you can't be out, sh- you off. can't be outside like, without shoes. You idiot. Yeah. I was like, damn, oh, damn. No, okay. That's, you don't ever, 
you can't ever as a mother talk to your child that way as a father as a parent talk to your child that way i mean that's just but this is boom. why this is exactly how like the this is they, they just fucking how, how they forget the EpiPen. like they just don't give a shit about her right. and she's like go to the party i want you out of my sights so like how can you i'm sorry but like how that is i'm yeah like i when i heard that i was like and I wrote Whoa. down, she forces her so Peter won't drink is kind of my thought. No. Forces her to go. But whatever. Either way that she's doing this, it's not proper. Well, because, yeah, so. she says to Peter, now you really can't drink. Right. I don't and he's think like, she I was... never was gonna. Yeah. You know, it's like, Jesus. But, of course, he, you know, goes to this party and it's a, it's a fan. <laughs> I even made this comment. I was like, oh, this is my, it wasn't a super fucking nice house, but it was my house. All my sh- shit was in there and I, my kid just lets... I don't know, like 50, 60 fucking kids in the house just sitting there grimy hands on my shit. Like, get, get, touching my cups and my, my stuff. And get out of my rooms. <laughs> get, I don't know. I feel like... Get out of my if, house, man. If like, my shit. kid... If our kid were to do this... Oh, what, she would do it better than this I, party? No, 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 no. I don't know. I As long as no one got hurt or anything, like, you know, you're only a kid once. As long as nothing, like... Right, you guys are doing houses. a shit ton of drugs or anything like that or even doing drugs to begin with. I'm going to need to bring in the hazmat um, crew to come and sanitize my spaces, please. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you could just clean just your house. a bunch of fucking mid-teenagers here. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, but I've seen worse house parties than this. But yeah, it's just... and then. But the thing is, it's crazy how like, they're in the kitchen just, <laughs> just fucking... Chopping up a bunch of shit like it's nothing. They do make a point to show you. Yeah, it's just it's it's it's, it's uh, yeah. I was over exaggerating. It's not nasty. It's just no. very 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 fucking mild. Every two people sitting on couches. Some kids are mm-hmm. not talking to me, but they're texting. Uh, there's a couple of little groups hanging out, and then there's three girls in the kitchen making food. One of them's yeah. chopping up walnuts into fine pieces. Come to find to put into brownies. Uh, yeah, into a cake. Peter. But, like, but I'm sorry, the scene of her cutting up the walnuts is just so dramatic. Like, she has this huge knife, yeah, she's and she's going them, at it. She's cutting them nuts. So, so I guess you were right. They were very fine. Maybe I was just seeing things then. Yeah, the, you can't see shit in the brownies. Okay. But uh, Cake. Brownies. He says, go get a slice of cake. cake. You're right. No, you're right. Cake brownies. I so, know my cake. Um, I love chocolate. So Peter drives to the... Yeah, so... Oh, I do like this. They cut past a pole... With an, it kind of pans to with the symbol that was the necklace. Yes, on the way to the party. On yes. the way to the party, yes. It so. shows you this pole because it's like a street that has like nothing on it except this, what is it? A, a, not a flagpole, a light pole? It's I don't know. It's, I think it's a uh, electrical pole. There we go. Yeah, like a really thick one, and it has the same symbol that was on the grandma's necklace. Yeah, you're like okay, and then, and you don't catch that unless yeah. you really look in. Like, but it's like I oh. don't even know what that fucking means. All right then. And so they, they're at the party, and Peter goes up to that girl that he sees. She's sitting on the couch from the by class, yeah. yeah. And this is where you're like, yeah, he's he, he's okay, shows she, a lot of situations where Bridget. he's just an absolute kid. Yeah, does not know at all how to talk. He's just like, oh, <laughs> hey, you're here, and she's like, he's like, he's like, how's the party? And she's like, oh, why? So you can find out if you want to come. And he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hey, do you smoke? Because I got really good weed. And she's yeah. just, and that just like, eh, light switch on. All right, well, let's go to this room. There's a bong. But she, of course, is not going to be going by herself. She goes and tells a bunch of, hey, you know, Peter's got weed, guys. Well, no, that's me. when they get in the room. Because no. she, she opens the door and she's like, hey, Peter has weed. But yeah. before they get there, Charlie's right behind him. Yeah, he has to tell Charlie to stay back. And, yes. And she doesn't, she's like, no. And she, he's like, just go go out there and be with people. She's like, I don't know anybody. And he goes, that's fine. But go, to, go, get, go get some cake. She's like, it's not for me. And he's just like, for everybody at the party, just go be there and they'll give you a piece or whatever. Yeah, go just stand there. Cake. They'll give it to you. And so 
he just kind of shoves her off just like everybody else does. Mm -hmm. And he goes into the room. That's when, yeah, she's like, you know, I got, Hey, Peter's got weed. And it's like, well, damn dude, I would have been a little pissed. I'd be like, I I was kind of just talking about you and me. Um, now well, gotta, then you just be vocal and just say it's not for them. Yeah. So they they and so now they're they're panning between Peter smoking, and I wrote mom is working. So I, I don't know if there's something in particular she's working on, um, at this moment. But they're if they're making like miniatures. Yeah. On, well, clearly she's working on her miniatures. But okay. Uh, Peter smoking with the girl. I just remember it panning between Peter and the sister, and how she goes and eats the fucking cake. And I swear to God, I thought I saw you could see chunks of walnut in it maybe i was hallucinating i don't know but yeah she fucking eats that oh, cake. she's devouring it. yeah they're cutting down peter's smoking they cut down to her downstairs just devouring this cake and, you're and like, you can tell while she's eating it probably after the first fucking bite maybe well, the second well, she's, she's licking she's basically lips. gotten more than halfway through she's, oh yeah maybe she's you're enjoying right. it she's her face okay again special she's got cake all over her face just just not even really kind of caring eating eating, eating. and then she kind of notices something's wrong and goes and gets some water, fills it up from the sink, drinks some water. Oh, yeah, because she licks her lips, and yeah. she's just, and just kind of like, like mm. you're like, uh-oh, there's nuts in those. And I was like, hey, let's see how severe this shit's going to get. Because if she doesn't have an EpiPen, that's uh, not good. So, but then I wonder, too, if they've never talked to her about it and told her, like, these are the signs. You need to go get help. You need to. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just so nonchalant. So she goes to tell Peter, "You, this is this is the worst. Peter's a kid. I remember this shit. If it impacted impacted him just like it did me, and it can if you really get some good, good shit now. But, like, he just took a fat fucking bowl or bong rip, big old bong rip, exhales it. Literally, as he's exhaling and coughing, Peter, and he's like, (coughs) Well, before he comes up there, though, there is a scene when she's downstairs, and she's working on her figure, and you can hear her wheezing. She's like, Right, she doesn't do anything for immediately. She's kind of like lets it be. She yeah. Gets so up when there. she finally gets to Charlie, I'm she's sorry. Like, when she gets to Peter, she's red. It's hard to breathe. My, he's like, "What's wrong?" He's, he's like, "My throat feels like it's closing." He's like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit!" You know, realizes this mm-hmm. is <clears throat> she's going through something, and then he picks her up and he's starting to run through the house, and then he gets her, puts her in the car, and then he's. He's fucking flooring it. He's trying to get her to the hospital, and it's going between him and her in the back seat. And she and he's like, "It's okay. Like I'm gonna get She's you there." She's scratching at her throat. She ke- it's starting to get to the point where she cannot breathe. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's it's restricting. And I, I can only imagine. I haven't had that happen to me, but to not be able to breathe, like when you're come swimming, right, and you're coming up to s- the surface, and you're really close, and you're like almost not able to breathe, and you want to breathe, like that, but like not able to breathe. Like you start to turn purple because you're not. I, I don't I don't know your brain or your body our body in every situation that we've ever been through automatically if you're holding your breath or we've actually gotten to the surface so we <gasps> breathe again like if you hold your breath you can't not breathe but what happens if you stop breathing but you're well, conscious. you got choked out by but that was cutting off blood flow to the brain that's not not breathing that's different mm-hmm. when you stop breathing your brain still has oxygen in it so you you're able to be conscious but like you start to turn colors because you're not getting any fresh oxygen to your you know your blood and all that stuff in your face and, and it just so but she's actually what she does though is a good and, idea yeah which is crazy because i didn't think as a kid myself once again i wouldn't i don't think i would have think i would have thought of that i think i would have the only it? thing i could think is like i want i'm really hot i need to get cooler i'm cold so I she need rolls to down cold. the window and and meanwhile they do cut to the speedometer he's going like 80 oh yeah he's, he's going because he's, he's like i'm almost to the hospital charlie hold on charlie so he's going fast 
this scene got me when I first saw it. I got me again when I saw it. We rewound it. Got me again. I'm like, holy, holy fuck. Like, Jesus Christ, this scene. She's got her head out the window, and she's she's trying to breathe. The air's blowing all over the place. Papers are flying around the car. He's looking back and forth. He just so happens to see something dead in the road and has to swerve to avoid it. Yeah, I think it's a deer. Whatever it was, he swerved to the right side of the road, very, very fucking close to the fucking light pole. Whack. Like, just clean hit, head to pole, 85 miles an hour. I think this would realistically happen. Oh, yeah. Because the thing is, it's not a thin pole. It's the pole you see, the wooden pole. Heavy wood. Yes, it's a solid. Yes, solid. Not against the fucking little kid's head. And you know what I just realized? Do you remember the thing that was dead in the road? I wonder if it was placed there. Because it didn't look like it was hit. Either either way, I don't. Know. I mean, I don't know. Because then the fucking pole had the the pole had the symbol. Why did it have the symbol? Yeah, all, it all is connected. So like, the, and again, right before this scene, and again, this all comes around to talking about it later. But like, the light happened before this thing, so it, it makes you question as far as like, uh, not f- destiny, like or fate, or not like a, things gonna be playing out a certain way, like you have no control over, you know, or whatever. But yeah, I don't know, but, but I want to come back and talk about the head's gone later. He stops and slams the car, and it's just sitting there. I love that shot of it. Just shows it's a it's a side above, of the above shot of the car. No, not above. I like the side where oh, it right. shows the car and the pole, and it's just sitting there. He just sits there, and the dust, you know, from yeah b- b- before the car, and then after the car is nothing. But you're just like shit, and you're like. Whoa. What happened? You know, because like, it happened so some, fast. Yeah. If you watched it in theaters, you might have missed it. So if we we watched it, because we I had to rewind to it, because yeah. I was like, did he notice that? No, he was. You really he, wanted to break it down? Yeah, because he look. He was looking at. Um, he saw the deer, and then he fucking looking at his steering wheel because he's swerving and he has to do it. And I, that's where I asked you. I was like, do you think he heard it because it's loud? And that's where you think you said, yeah, he heard it. Yeah, it was more like she was uh, touching the car. It Would that flaxed, jerk the car a little bit? Her head, her her body's gonna fly back uh, and hit the window, like the window frame. So yes, it's gonna jerk the car. He knows something happened. Something, and she's hit. clearly not thumping around anymore, wheezing. And so he, and yeah, no sound. And he just sits there. And it's quiet. And he, and sits he goes. There, he says like he goes to he goes to go look at her through the rear view and doesn't. And looks back forwards, and goes and he doesn't say anything to her. He just goes, "You're okay. You're okay." I thought he went. Hey, Char- no. I thought he was going to. I swear to God, I thought he did. No, and then he puts the gas, and he presses the gas, and just drives, just goes. He doesn't say shit to, about her or anything. He doesn't look. He doesn't check. He just goes home. Goes home, pulls into the driveway. The light comes on for the. I love all these shots. I feel like are just kind of subtly. There's important. a side note. I'm gonna go back and look at that, and the Whatever. next episode, if you're wrong, I'm gonna start it off with That's that. That's fine. Continue. I need to flow with this. So, <laughs> gets there. Lights comes on. And the he just gets out, doesn't. I mean, this dude is in complete shock. Doesn't makes a hundred percent. Doesn't makes complete sense. Stop. He just keeps walking inside. The light actually comes, turns off. You know, and then he goes in, gets into his bed, goes I to sleep. Love. No, he, I don't even think he, his eyes are well, open the whatever, whole fucking time. What he time. does, I love this tra- transitional shot. He lays his head down, and then it pans from dark to light mm-hmm. and you hear kind of like somebody upstairs or out you know kind of in oh the, yeah you can in hear the foyer. you can hear annie like oh okay, first I'm of gonna all go. 
first of all, I forgot when they got home and he walked in, they didn't, uh, they, they, they panned to him walking like through the hallway and you can hear Annie talking to her husband like, okay, good. They're home now. Oh, you heard? Oh yeah, my she, God. Are you serious? Yeah, they, she, she doesn't go to check on them, but she goes, okay, they're home now. And because Peter, of course, doesn't say anything, just goes straight to bed. She just assumes and they all assume. Hold on. Hold the fuck up. You're telling me 100%. she said she doesn't even go and check on her fucking daughter or son. Okay, the son, I kind of get it. Okay, he's older. I get it. Whatever. You don't want to fucking check on him. Okay. But you don't care about Charlie. Why are you going to check on her? See if she had a good time. I wanted her out of the house. She was out of the house and now she's back. Great. Got to deal with her tomorrow. Whatever. She's just going to go straight to bed. Damn. So they are in bed. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're already in there. No, I mean, like, so your daughter's just going to go straight to bed. You're not concerned she's going to go in the kitchen, eat ice cream, or, like, be up watching TV or some shit? So, Panda Morning, and he's laying in bed, as you think. Peter. And I agree. Yeah, he's he hasn't slept. No, his eyes all. are still open. And you hear them out, up, upstairs or something like, all right, I'm leaving. All right, I'll be back in a minute or whatever. Oh, yeah. Because she doesn't have a job. <laughs> Remember, if she's leaving, she's going to She's either. probably going to the craft store or something. Yeah. So she... Like, picture you, that. You hear the door shut. Imagine that. No, no. Imagine the husband is in the kitchen. You yeah. guys just kiss goodbye. She's like, okay, I'm going to go pick up some fucking paint. And, and Steve's like, all right, bye. The kids are still asleep. I'm going to assume it's a Saturday or some shit. And she walks outside. You hear her walk to... You hear the door, yes. the car open. Yes. And then you hear some cl- clatter. But you're looking at Peter's face the whole time. Yeah. And then you hear some clatter. And then that's when, like, just... Oh, my. Epic. God. Epic scream from, from her from out there. And I, I love that. It's not even, like, right here... It's 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 a scene from like out there, like away from from on screen, and you just hear it Jeez. scream. Because the scream is so that. loud. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you see a something, like a slumped something, and you see hands and you see feet, and you're just like, wait, what? And then you see no head, and it's it's clearly your daughter's body. Yeah, scream, scream, scream. They, as she's later. screaming, no, no. As she's screaming, they pan to the head covered in ants. Oh no, I'm just saying, like she discovered the body hours oh, yeah, later. Yeah. They pan to the head sitting yes. in the street like it had been fucked up. Hit, oh, this is like hard. a house of a thousand corpses, like fucking like a highway. Just, Vicious. oh my God, I loved it. And it was covered in ants being eaten and shit. Oh, she's yeah. Screaming, screaming, screaming. Scream. Okay, they don't stop with the screams. They pan no. to her. No, not that night. It. They no, it get after the head, it goes to her in the bedroom and she's on the ground like wailing. And and Steve's yeah. behind her, and Peter's just standing in the hallway. She's she just wants to die. Yeah, she, she she feels whole. And now you know this is true. Like you know, her, he wouldn't cry this way for her mother, I guess. But it's what happens. I would assume. I have a daughter. Don't want to feel this. But then that's when I also asked you too. I wonder if this has to deal with guilt as well, because she wasn't a loving mother, and her to act like this, how like, she was oh wailing, as yeah. is it like. But I even geez. I even like really analyze this scene when she's. Because they're panning so slowly good. from it's raining outside. She's on the ground, like breaking down. Her husband's kneeling next to her, panning back kind of away from that into the hallway where, where Peter's standing. You like know, in the he, dark, yeah. He's He doesn't know what the fuck to do. I mean, he, his parents aren't talking to him about it, you no. know, and he doesn't know. But as they're doing that, I'm like sitting there listening. I'm like, is she going to, is she going to, like, sound a little bit too, like, 
forced or or fake. I was like, no, nah, not this damn good. Like, no, she's, she's she does such Jesus a good Christ. job the whole time. And then they pan to the that she's crying at the funeral, and they're lowering. It's all black. And oh yeah, she looks like down. she's about to collapse. And yeah. once again, I would this would make complete sense if you love your daughter, but I feel like this also has to do with guilt or something else because how much she's crying is like you wouldn't even get up to make sure she went to bed. Yeah. You just called her a fucking idiot. Yeah, so. she has an allergy, and you don't. He if he had an epipen. She's fine. She's fucking fine. She we bring all that up later. So how he, fucking crazy is that though? Then, then I guess they. I pan to a scene where it says. Uh, I guess is. I think this is in Peter's room. It says Zazas carved in the wall. Z a z a s. Yeah, I don't know who's carving all these into everyone's wall. So what above her was Satan, and mm-hmm. above him is Zaza. Z a z a s. Z a z a a. Z A Z A S. It means our people. Okay. So then at 12.04 at night, that night, a light comes on in the treehouse. And that's just something that, you know, I made a note of because somebody's doing that and it ends up being the mom. But the father, meanwhile, is going through Charlie's drawings. And, you know, it's kind of one of those moments where you see his. He, you, you see him almost crack, but he doesn't. I mean, he just kind of breathes heavy, but he's flipping through her pages, you know, pages, drawings, drawings, and all of a sudden no drawings. And that's that's clearly the last time she drew was that last picture. So then, and then you pan to who's outside in the, the treehouse, and that's Annie. She's out there sleeping, you know, all bundled up with the heaters on and shit. Yeah, she's like two heaters on. Those are the red lights. So then the next day, Peter's at school, and they're under the bleachers. So his sister's gone. She's passed. You know, it's kind of like a transition in the movie. He's under the bleachers smoking weed with his with his buddies like he does, I guess, all the time. There's like four of them there. And three of them are talking while he's just finished hitting it. And he's kind of having a moment to himself and starts to kind of like not feel so good. Like he's kind well, of yeah, grabbing the- his chest and shit. And no one's really. They're talking. They're talking. They're hitting it. They're talking. And they're laughing. Yeah, it's going on for a little bit. Yeah. he. And at first I thought clearly he. Clearly showing discomfort. Yeah, at first I thought he was holding it in. Like, he was holding his breath because of the way he was sitting and yeah, everyone else you're was, like, like moving around. Oh, he's around. holding for a while. Like, he's yeah. about to, like, he can't, he's going to let it out in a little yeah. bit. But, no, yeah. he, he they, they even go, like, yo, man, you yeah. all right? And he's just, he, he's like, I, I feel like I'm having a reaction or something. Yeah. And one of the kids like, it's just weed, dude. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I, it's hard to breathe. I can't breathe. And they're like, bro, it's all right. Like, it's all right, man. Calm down. And, he was like, and then this is, again, one of them scenes where I was like, I don't want to be mean. Like, what a bitch. <laughs> but no, I mean, he seriously just goes, oh, man. No, he says, I feel like my throat is yeah. closing. Yeah, and he goes, just, can you hold my hand? Yeah, and he and started he to cry. Crying, like, yeah. Really? Well, okay, again, yeah, a scared kid. I get it. I probably would have done the same thing. But once again, because he went through a traumatic event where his sister's head fell off and no one's put him in therapy. I mean, again, yeah, you want to look at it like what is happening. But because everything is kind of paranormal, uh, supernatural, spiritual, whatever. Like that, there's a connect. Something's happening with like, a connection thing. But like he, he isn't. He's reacting to how she was reacting or something. But I think right there that he was just. I don't. That was all in his head, and I think he was just. It it, it was stress in that situation, and because think about it, I don't really think he couldn't breathe. I think like you know he was whatever the scene was for. They ugh, just they just pan yeah. they pan to to later that night. Um, Annie's at another grief meeting. She had pulled up to another grief meeting. 
and she's staring. And they had done the shot before when she went to the first one, but she's staring at the entrance, and there's a bunch of people standing there, and she's like, eh, fuck this, because this is now after her daughter's died, so she's going <laughs> to the grief meeting, you know, for this reason. Uh, and she decides to not go. <laughs> How fucked up is that? You've been going to this grief thing for two weeks or whatever, let's just say that, for your mother, and now you're... You have to go in, and now you have another thing to grieve, and it's your daughter. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, whether you were close to her or not, she's I mean, she's Louise. clearly like you know devast- devastated yeah. in her own way by it. It's just traumatic. She, she tries to leave, and this lady chases her down, kind of you know, like, hey, 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 and she That's stops, crazy. rolls her window down, and she's like, I, you know, intro- it doesn't introduce herself right away. She's like, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, are you, are you not going in? Yeah, and she's just like I, I, uh, I forgot something. <laughs> kind of that, you know, like what I would do. I don't yeah. want to talk to somebody, but she's like, just, I have to go bathe my cat. Yeah, I forgot something, or I, yeah, I got to flat something in the oven. My bad. Yeah, some shit where my oven's on. Clearly, don't. Yeah, no. Uh, my grandma just flew in and I forgot. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, she's she's like, well, you know, what did she what did she say? I remember you from the last time or whatever. Um, but yeah, I she's was, like, oh, you should come in. Like, you should talk and stuff like that. Did you want to come in with me or whatever? And, mm-hmm. and, or did you want to have coffee or, or whatever? And she goes, I think she's like, well, she's uh, very oh, that's right. That's right. She goes, I remember you from the last time with something about your your grandma, your mother. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, well, this time my, my, my daughter passed. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. She goes, but no, really, I, I forgot mm-hmm. something. And she goes, would you like to come with me or something for coffee? Or And, then, you know, and she basically just goes. She wants. To, she's almost about to disconnect from her until Joan's like, "I lost my my husband and my, oh no, no, I lost, I my, lost son my son and my grandson." Well, first she says, "I lost my son," and then after they talk for like another minute, she my tells son you, and my grandson drowned. Yes, then you learn it's her her grandson. Jesus, and, and she, she's and she's just like, "Oh," and so they kind of connect for a moment and like, "Damn, like mm-hmm. they lost. They both lost, and it sucks." And she says the exact same thing Joan just said to her. Oh, I'm so. Oh, and yeah, sorry. she did introduce herself at, at the beginning. She's like, "Oh, I must. I sound like a, a, a fool. Like my name is Joan. Um, you know, I'm, I saw you. I was at the last meeting. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But." Uh, she basically goes, I'm going to make a fool of myself. I'm going to write down my number. She, it, it all seems and is <laughs> uh, very genuine, very. Yeah, uh, she seems you know, like a, yeah. Here's my, but at the same time. Maybe a little eccentric, a little pushy. Like, she grabs her a lot. Not yet. Not, I mean, she's very handsy. Yeah, but not at all yet because then she'd be reaching inside the car. So, no, but yeah. her personality matches that with how she's like, oh, do you want to come in with me? Do you want to come in with me? Do you want to come with me? Nice. No, lady, I said no. Leave me the fuck alone. So she writes her number down, gives her the number. She goes, if you, you know, please, if you want to call me, whatever, call me. And rolls up the window and it's very like, bye, bye, bye. Like, it's just very, mm, I'd run mm, her over. Touchy moment, like, bye. And so she drives away, and and in that moment, I thought she was gonna say something like, I don't know, realistic, like, like what a kook. But no, I mean, she, yeah, she's going through something, and she's just breathes heavy, um, and she can't sleep that night. And her husband, and I don't know what this advance was, but her husband goes to like put his hand on her shoulder, and I don't know if that's to cuddle or if that's to try to get get it on or whatever. But she I don't just, think it was to get it on. I think it maybe was to bring comfort, or maybe you're right. I don't but she didn't know. like it, and she just no. immediately gets up and just goes, uh. I'm going to go downstairs or something. Or I'll be right back. He's like, no, you're not. You're grabbing the blanket. And she kind of stops. He goes, it's cold out there. You know, please bring the heater. Turn to come in if it's too cold. And she goes, I just, I just need to sleep. You know, I just need to sleep. And so you can kind of see she's strained by something clearly. And, and I kind of understand that if you can't sleep and you could go do one thing that guarantees you to fall asleep, you're going to go do it. Yeah. So she does that. 
and then Peter's sleeping, and he uh, he hears a tongue click. So he's starting to, it kind of starts, you know, after the sister dies, some things start happening, and he's uh, staring at the treehouse is what he was doing when, when he heard that. And then it cuts to the next day. The mom's working, and um, she, what was she working on? I can't remember. But she spilt paint, and when she spilt the paint, she spilt it on the Joni, uh, Joan's number, mm-hmm. you know, so she's kind of looking at that, and she decides to call her, I guess, because she ends up going to visit her that next scene. She's going to this, like, little apartment complex thing um, and goes up to Joni's floor, knocks on the door, and uh, you see on the ground the the, the, mat, the, the mat cover says Joni, and that's why I keep saying that. Her name mm-hmm. is Joan, but Joni, like J-O-A-N-A-I-E, is uh, in, embroidered in, like, a mat cover or something. And she notices that. And honestly, when I first saw that, I thought it was like a play on her name because her name's Annie. So I was like. Yeah, right. Well. That's weird. Who knows? Uh, Because her name is probably not Annie. It's probably Anne, you know, or something. I don't know. Maybe. But uh, she comes to the door. Joan comes to the door and is is just extremely like, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad you came. And this is when she, yeah, she starts being handsy and stuff and has her come inside. And she goes, you know, my mom. I just like your doormat. You know, my mom used to embroider things, doormats just like that. She goes, oh, that's that's interesting. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it kind of cuts to them sitting around the table, and she's talking about w- how she found the body. Uh, Annie's talking about how she found her body, you know. Oh, yeah, how she found outside Charlie's and, body. Yeah, the, the hands, the feet, but then no head. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't say earlier that Charlie said to Annie that the grandma always wanted her to be a boy. Oh yeah, totally. When she when That's she a was very important. That thing. was that was that when she was laying her down. Yeah, yeah she said that grandma always wanted mm-hmm. me to be a boy. Yeah, she goes, "You were her favorite, you know." And that was her response: is like, she always wanted me to be a boy, and she just goes, "Uh." Okay. Yeah, yeah and she doesn't really say. She's like, "Ah, oh, you were her favorite," and she's like, "Oh no, that's when she's like, she would, she always wanted to feed you and yeah, stuff like that." Kept on so yeah, I'm sorry, it. I completely forgot about that I'm part. I'm glad you remembered because that's important. Yeah, she that she always wanted her to be a boy, and I guess that's why her name's Charlie too. I don't know. Right. So. So then, did the mom want her to be a boy? I don't know. But what yeah, her so name whatever. Is. But either way, she's telling the story to Joan about how she found Charlie's yeah. body. And how and she said it looked like she was covered in like black, black goo. tar and shit. Yeah, so it was, it was just bad. And she takes a pill. You don't know what the pill is, but Joan kind of, you know, makes a interesting kind of turn of, of it. She's like, "Well, how's your relationship with Peter?" And you can tell that she's just like, Ugh, you know, and it's not going super well. Mm-hmm. I and want- then she's like, "Well, here's the thing. I used to sleepwalk." And I don't anymore, but there was this incident that happened, you know, I, I don't think she mentions how long ago, but it was clearly when they uh, shared a room still. Charlie so younger. and, and yeah, Charlie was too young, I guess, to remember this, but Charlie and Peter were sleeping together in a room and uh, I guess they woke up covered in paint thinner and she was holding the paint thinner. She was covered in paint thinner too. And she had a box of matches. And the whole reason why Peter woke up is when she struck the match, it woke him up. And that's the only reason she woke up too is because that he woke shout- her up. No, he shouted at her like, really? Ma. And she, when she like woke up, she of course realized what was going on. He was screaming at her. He, she puts it out. Yes. Um, Oh no. Cause I thought she said, Oh, the reason I woke up, the light of the match woke me up and it woke Peter up. And the thing is I woke up. I stopped myself. It was, I was sleepwalking. Well, she, she, I don't think she stopped her. 
She, she, she put it out. That. As soon as she woke up and realized that she was holding a match, she put it out. Yeah, she's like, she of course makes, I would never do that. Yeah, because she makes that point to Sloan. Or to, so, so Sloan. to Sloan. To Joan. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the book I'm reading right now. No way. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey, get here. So get here sorry. with this. Joan and Sloan are similar. Cut me a little bit of slack there. Moving on. So, but yeah, because she says that to Joan. She was, and I hated that scene, like her face and everything. She was just like, I don't know why they get mad at me. Like, I woke up. Da da da. Bitch, you poured paint thinner on me. I am soaked in my bed with paint thinner. Could have. I mean, I don't think you could just put that shit No. Out. So even. No. It's like we're fucking gonna, dead. You're going to catch us on fire. We're fucking and dead. And be scarred if we're not dead for the rest of our lives. So. Yeah, because it's not like dad is sitting in the corner with a fucking fire extinguisher. And I just hate that. I, that's the type of mom Annie is, though. Like, she's just like, if she doesn't, like, she doesn't ever want to be wrong. Like, how, yeah. like, she's just like, I didn't do it, did I? And it's like. And no, there, you, you did. That could be her damn. mental disorder, just not a bitch. Up to light. Well, no, I was gonna say, well, whatever that might be. I'm but, sorry, uh, I just can't stand when parents are when moms are like that. Oh. So they go to the next scene. Uh, nighttime. Basically, dad is in the kitchen, and Peter comes home. Uh, well, no, it's not nighttime. But after school, Peter comes home, and he basically just goes straight upstairs, and he tries to tell him, you know, hey, you got this exam thing to do. And your SATs. Did you do Peter your prep just kind course? just kind of passes it off like, yeah, I'll do it later. And he goes, you really need to get on that. You know, it's coming up. And just nothing. That's it. <laughs> and he just goes. <sighs> See, very this is, passive parenting. This is, yeah, well, his form of parenting is very, Fuck like, you. it's total opposite of the mom's, which is completely emotional, and his is, like, lack of emotion. But, you know, tries to talk to him, whatever. Next scene is, this is, like, what I was like, what the fuck? They kind of pan down to like this and she's in the workshop. She's painting something and it's a car and there's a pole and you're like, it's the scene. She's working on the scene of her daughter beheading, you know, basically. And, and that's it, why I think the scene with the mother is real. Okay. Oh, whatever. My point is cre her creative freedom is allowing her to, she's doing something that I'm like, even the husband walks in and isn't expecting it. As this my, is where I think he starts to go, like, this well, isn't okay. The things, yeah, whatever he may have seen before, whatever she does now, like, has done, it's creative uh, freedom or whatever, and you got to allow certain boundaries. But he's, he's just, it, why would she be making this? He's like, I don't get it. But he just goes, Jesus Christ, you, you know. For you, fuck's sake, are you going to let him see that? Because I remember he goes, said the F. What? He's like, this is a neutral uh, view of the scene. Like of the of the of the, what happened? Like what? And he's just like, <sighs> come down for. And she goes, I'm gonna make dinner. He's like, No, I already made dinner. That's why I came up to come and get you. I don't come to fuck what you do. Just yeah. Come he. Down. This is the first time you've seen because usually up until this point he's been very like just listens to her and like when with locking the room he's just been very open and listening. But at this like he's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. So he he just. I I think it's because of what she was fucking painting. That's what I'm saying. At this point, he's like, because of this scene, he's just Jesus kind of, it, it almost kind of reminds me of, what is it, Pontius Pilate and Jesus. He's about to wash his hands and just be like, I'm fucking done. Like, you're, what the fuck? But. Because how, like, he says, like, you're going to let our Peter see this? And her face, once again, is just like, what? Who gives a shit about Selfish him? Well. Not even really, like, who gives a shit about him? Well, she would think that, yeah. If you she's like, it's she's a neutral like, view. Yeah, she's like, what? <laughs> Like I, this is what like what like, Jesus. Disgust. So they go downstairs and they're they're all three eating. This is one. Oh of, my god! I'm gonna let you go and rant here in a minute, but this is one of our favorite scenes. Oh, I fucking love it. They're sitting there and you know it's quiet as fuck, awkward as fuck. You even say it like don't don't say nothing, baby. Don't Aww, say nothing. And he just goes, Peter. You know, this is really good, Dad. You know, and he's just like, thanks, bud. And you can see she her. Goes, 
you're scoffing and just kind of making faces. She's just she's a little kid pit pushing her food around, and ah! you know you just go. You know he he he's inquisitive of his mom. He, he's a kid. He just goes, "Is there something wrong, mom?" I, I, what did I? No, I didn't write that. I was like, uh, "Yeah, you, you okay, mom?" There's something on your mind, no, mom, or something. You okay, mom? Yeah, that's and she what goes. What he goes just looks like you have. That's exactly. She goes, "What?" <laughs> he just goes, "It looks like you have something you want to say." And she goes, "Why would I have something I want to say?" Like, so I can see you sneer at me. He goes, well, you just look like you have something you want to say. And she goes, why would I? Yeah, that's what why would I have something to say? Because so you can sneer at me and make that face. And he just goes, what are you talking about? And, and she's he like, goes, I, you know, say, and it kind of escalates slowly. He's like, well, release me. Like, release, release what you have to say. Release me, mom, or whatever. And she goes, okay. And then she flips out. No, no, no. Okay, fine. You, you progress. He says, he curses at her. He says, just fucking, he says, just fucking say it. Or, I can't remember what he says, but. He says fucking to her. Yeah. And she goes, you little shit. You don't curse at me. I'm your mother. And like, bro. Stands up, goes all out, over the top. Holy shit. And then brings up, yeah, that, that you know, you you know, you know, did what you did. She's gone. You killed your sister, but and you won't I own up to it. I want to forgive you. I want to yeah. forgive you, but you won't apologize. You won't admit what you've done. No and if we could have just up. done something with this, yeah. if this would have brought us together, but it just didn't because no one can own up to what they've done. Are you talking about your fucking self, you fucking bitch? And I love what you said. Oh, my God. Because you remembered it. You were like, oh, yeah, what he says. And I was like, what? Literally oh, flips out. My God. Says some shit that you just don't say. Really quick and fucking piece of shit. What? Yeah. Steve is just fucking sitting there letting her fucking say this to his son. So her finishing <sighs> statement. Yeah. Which that's, you know, he, he just he's letting that go down right which is clearly you know everybody's wrong he needs to be the father the, well not the, not the man he just needs to take control and be the the, the 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 logic in this and speak more confidently like yo okay all right we need to go to family therapy but for her to flip out like that she her her main point was that you know no one owns up to what they've done wrong mm-hmm. right? and you're the reason your sister's dead right and then it's just quiet she sits down she scoots in and he's staring at her he's got this face kind of and he's he's great to where it's just like okay my innocence was just shattered you know i i'm devastated i'm i'm going through something i'm devastated but like i'm full of fucking fury like i this is not my fault you know and 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 nothing there was no closure you know no one's had this like conversation of like what happened why it happened so yeah for her to flip out like that it's like okay and she's yelling she yells at him and And he he just just simply oh my god i love it okay what about you, mom? Yeah. And you're like, oh. Why and he, goes, she... he goes, what? What? She? Why was she there? She didn't, she didn't want to go. And the face. And she's a, and that's when the dad's she... when the dad steps in. And he's Which like, is bullshit. That's enough. I, I, we're not, we're done. No more. And she's she's she wants to like but say something. F- she just goes fine. But fine. the face she gives to Peter when he says that to her because she knows it's fucking true. Yeah. Her face, it literally looks like she wants to kill And she gets up and, and walks away. But the thing is, fuck you, Steve. You know what? You should have said, Annie, Annie, you shut the fuck up. You sit right there. Peter, let's let it go. Let it rip. Let's go. Like, you well, know. That's not fucking fair. What he ends up fair. doing for his consolation to his son, you know, so the mom's gone, Annie's gone. He just puts his hand on on. Peter Fuck you. and they just kind of cut, cuts to the next scene <sighs> so next day she's out getting art supplies she comes out she's walking now this is what I find interesting. really that's like, the next day yeah oh my god she's no wonder out. she's so sus- sus- 
Susceptible. Susceptible. Jesus, I had way too much caffeine. Like, baby, you gotta stop. I've had so much caffeine. So if Joan, again, I, it's like there's so much to. We might have to make this like a two-parter. I don't know because we're at an hour and a half already. No, we'll keep talking. But just go. I'm just saying, like, she sees Joan to come around to say like later, like if Joan planned this all this shit out, that's pretty impressive. But that's when Annie goes, Joan? Like, because Joan's putting some yeah. shit in her car. Yeah. And you're at an art. She's just leaving, like, in imagine. The, in the uh, parking lot. Yeah, imagine leaving a Michaels, and you're just walking out, and you just turn to the right, and you see your friend. You're like, hey. Joan? So that's when Joan runs up to her, oh and she's like, Anne, Anne, oh, my God, Annie. Oh, my God. So I just, oh, my God. And she's giggling. She's almost on the verge of giddiness. And then, you know, you come to find, like, maybe that was, like, stage. But she's just like, oh, I've I've gone through changes and she's just—it's like someone who went on like a fucking trip with mushrooms yeah, and found and themselves clearly skeptical. She's like, "Okay," and you're like, "What?" She goes, "Come here, you know, come here." Comes out, you're not gonna believe. She's what so I, handsy this time. Oh yeah, oh ripping the fuck God. out of her arm every about four seconds. She would grab her arm because it looked like Annie was turning. Now, whether they planned this as far as the director going, I want you to do this every time, or whether it was like kind of just. That's how ad libbed or whatever. Well, not even ad libbed, just out of nervousness. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you know you need to do throughout the scene while you're doing your lines. You got to grab mm-hmm. her. And Annie, you know, every time she goes to turn away, I want you to grab onto her and like act like you're trying to engage her. Yeah, and her. turn away. And even Annie like- doesn't realize maybe to stop turning away every like five seconds to like show disbelief, but it keeps grabbing her back in, and it's just like you noticed. You're like, good lord, that's but so it, uncomfortable. It- Stop. It was even to the point where it's not it not just if her body turns away, literally if her eyes start looking away from she Joan. She grabs her arm and pulls her in. Oh my god. And Nadia like literally like shakes her sometimes to be like, look at me. And I'm like, I would tell her, Can you stop touching me? Like, that was too much. She is talking to her about how she basically went to a medium. Yeah. She went and saw a medium and and Annie's completely skeptical and she's like, No, you know, there was these ner- scientists, there was there was non-believers, there mm-hmm. was all kinds of people, and at the end of it, this guy was a believer, and he was unshaken, and and, uh, th- and he's like, whatever. She's like, I actually talked to my grandson. And mm-hmm. she's just like, okay. She's like, please, what are you doing right now? Please. Like, can we go do this, please? And, and Annie's like, just, she's like, I know that face. I know that, all of it. I, I was it. right there with you. But please, like, and and. and because she even says there was a neuroscientist sitting right it. next to me. I would do it if I got the the same kind of please, please, please no. like from her. No. Now, I don't know her. No. So, I, I get, again, this stuff. If you're <sighs> grabbing me okay, like this on. and wanna, you're wanna, in a parking I wanna, lot. I want to throw an interjectory, gender, interjectory question here. It has to do with more or less the fact that we don't believe this stuff. But I do believe no, in. No, it's the way she's acting. Okay, whatever. Care less about that. My point is something that like you lost somebody, you can actually talk to them. And this person I already saying, told you no. I've done it. Like no. I've done it. Let's do it. The so thing then is, we go. No, I'm gonna get back in my car. See you later, lady. And kay. it ends there. Well, first off, the only person I would ever even consider to go to a medium with is if Courtney was like, "Hey, let's go to a medium." I was like, "Okay," but I've already told, and I even told your family this. Like, and I told my brother this. I would love to talk to my mom again. I would so be down for that. But. I don't believe in mediums and I don't want to have to talk through someone else to talk to my mom. Like the only way I would want to do this is like what I give you a little bit of blood and then like is like a is she going to like come up in front of me in ghost form and then I can talk to her. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go and let's try it. But what she ends up doing. Well, I guess what every seance is, you know, you sit there. But if it's just moving an item, I don't. You don't I'm know not what you're. Fuck with that, right? So then, that's exactly my point. Is I was going to ask, like, 
if we don't believe in it, but then you actually sit down and shit starts happening. Well, what the fuck did you just do? I'm leaving. So that being said, she does go with her. She goes back to her apartment and they begin the uh, seance you know, to, to do what she wants to show her. And she sits down. She sets out all her, her little things. She's a candle. And uh, Annie even comments. She's like, oh, nice uh, mood lighting. You know, she's just kind of like skeptical about this. And she's like, okay. So um, her, she gives her light instructions. She's just talking to her, telling her what she's going to do. I'm going to mm-hmm. put this glass on the table. She's going, I'm going to put my hand on this glass light pressure. I want you to put your hand on top. And, and uh, we're going to ask him some questions. So she's, I think his name was like. Uh, Johnny. Georgie. No, it was not Georgie. Freddie. I can't. I don't know. You know, uh, whatever his name fucking was. Uh, she's like Johnny. Basically, you know, Louie. Louie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, I was trying to remember. She goes, Louie, it's Grandma. Yeah, she's like, you know, are you there? And you know, Annie's just kind of like looking around. She hears creaking and stuff kind of around her, and she's like, well, you know, what in the world? And uh, all of a sudden, the glass kind of m- moves over a little bit and Annie freaks out and she's like kind of no no come on come on put your hand back on yeah it's working it's working and she's like what and she's just like no no no, come on come on let's keep doing this you know and then she asks her one more question and the glass like literally like like dashes away from them and she's just like yes Louie <laughs> you're here it's but you what oh that the little huff of air has ha- that happened yet like in her fi- no not in oh, the, she's, okay. she gets the glass moves first and basically <laughs> That's what like really freaks her out is when uh, the she starts ask her question. She brings up the chalkboard. Oh and she yes. Asks him to okay, Louie, Louis, remember what what you know you did last time for me. Uh, this is your chalkboard. Write something for me, Louie. And and he basically starts writing, "I love grandma." And you know, meanwhile, Annie's freaking the fuck out. She's oh, hundred percent. She's like, "What the fuck?" And <laughs> and and, and <laughs> Jones is like, "Yay, Louie!" Like like. This is the uh, uh the the quintessential picture of like crazy person. Like when they see something you don't see, uh you're just like that's how they act. They're so like yay and you're just like what either you don't believe them or if you're still not a non or you're a non-believer. Like Annie is seeing something she's never seen before in her life, freaking the fuck out. That's I just so scary. And then all of a sudden that's when I think I can't remember what what uh Joan at says or asks her one more time, but that's when like a poof of air like hits her in the side of the face and she's like yeah hits annie it's literally like um like just a fan hits her and moves her hair and she freaks out oh yeah and then jones talking i she's elated she's loving shocking to her grandson again and then you just hear annie you don't look at her you don't see her in frame she just goes um can we stop yeah and jones just kind of like what yeah yeah (laughs) it's really her voice pitch and change i was just like louie i love you Excuse me? Like, you want to stop? And she's talking like, about my grandson. I, just, I can't, right? And she goes, okay, Louie. <sighs> I almost feel like it's just so much. It's angst. like a phone call. She's like, Louie, I'll be right back. <sighs> Hold ha- on. My friend can't handle this, so I got to <laughs> be right back, Louie. Like, you can just pick up the phone with a fucking dead person. Like, it's no big deal. <laughs> well, I guess when you turn the lights on, it can disconnect. Annie's done. She wants to leave. She's like, I'm sorry, but I got to go. I got to leave. And she <laughs> goes, oh, yes, honey. I totally get it. Look, listen. If you, you know, she grabs the candle, blows it out, grabs the candle, grabs a piece of paper, and she's just like, here, here's the... <laughs> I think she no, gives you paper or no, no. Book? She gives no. She gives her first the candle they were literally just using, and she gives her a piece of some, paper some paperwork that has though, weird like little, symbols. It looks like a folded up maybe two sheets of paper. Yeah, it's on a book. She goes, you know, read this. Yeah, and you know, do just set. It's a link. So yes. you have something to link. My link with with him was was uh, the chalkboard, mm-hmm. so you need to find your own. 
and just get and she's and he's literally like hyper hyperventilating against mm-hmm. the wall trying to leave taking the shit passively non-consensually whatever. And jones once again uh, grabbing her shoving it in her hand ca- give her the candle like, here's the <laughs> shit here's the stuff do it if you want to do it uh, yeah i know you're scared but it just, you have to do it just do it you all got to be there in the house your energies is one. oh yeah your whole family all, has to be there well i mean it's not you know you, you sit there and go oh who's not no no, no i just remember her saying that yeah it, you all got to be there you all got to be uh, together doing it so she leaves so it's just like so i oh, guess shit. jones husband is dead and as she's leaving she goes, you didn't kill her. And that's when she, uh, you see her just like, what? And uh, yeah, you take that as in like, like, what? what like, I, of course I didn't. But she just goes, she isn't gone, you know? And that's when she's driving home and she's like kind of freaking out. And she hears the click in the car. Yeah, she hears that. She's just like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> she, she's literally like losing her shit. So she goes home. Annie can't sleep that night. That's when she kind of looks over and on her sheet or is it on the it was on her pillow on her pillow that's There's right yeah two right there fat fucking ants these big ass ants and she kind of what our daughter would be freaking out about our and collecting. Daughter would love it. yeah she sees them and traces them back down more or less to they're going down her bed and then they go down the floor and then they mm-hmm. go up the hallway and she gets up and she's like what she's falling and it is a it is a amazon jungle trail of ants all the way down the hallway to uh her son's room and she goes in there. And, and these ants are on a mission. Yeah, and, and they're going up the bed where, where Peter's sleeping. And they're basically swarming his head, and they're eating his head. And she's Are they eating it, or are they coming out of his mouth? Well, they're they're basically all over the orifices and in his mouth and stuff. And they're it's as if he is Ugh. dead, and they're eating him. Yeah. yeah. So, and yes, that starts, they start spilling out of his mouth and shit. And she starts to freak out. It's just she walks into the room. He's being eaten by the ants and shit. And... She starts screaming. Her, no, no, she she doesn't scream. Her face is an absolute oh, brutal terror. Yeah. She's just absolute like, and then all so of a sudden, good. while panned on her, looking at her son being oh eaten, she God. you just hear like, "Mom, mom, are you okay?" And she just kind of stops. Like, and that's what I love about her. She just like she's able to snap out of these like these these uh, extreme gestures with her face, and then she just goes, "Is Charlie here? What?" Okay, yeah, and isn't that when she has... That's the dream, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's... Yeah, exactly. And she goes, is Charlie here? And then he doesn't answer, and he just goes, why are you scared of me? Oh, my God, I forgot about this. And she just... It's it's very, like, weird back, and she just goes, I never wanted to be your mother. (laughs) No, and she covers her mouth like she didn't mean to say it. Oops, and then he's like, what? He's like, what? And she's like... I try not to have you. And he's like, what do you mean? How? And she's like, I tried to b- b- get rid of you. Yeah. Like, I tried anything to like, miscarry. How? And, he, and he, she's like, anything. I tried to, you know. Everything they told me not to do, I did. My, yeah. My mother forced me mm-hmm. to have have you. Like, my, my mom pressured me to have you. Like, she's the one that wanted kids or grandkids. And he starts crying. He's like, well, you tried to kill me. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden she's like, no. And then, and then as they're going back and forth. They're wet, yeah. you know, and then oh my God. you kind of, and then somebody, I, I don't think she lights the match, but you hear a match lit and all of a sudden he's lit on fire yeah. and the kind of just, everybody lights on fire and you're just like, oh, she did the thing that she was yeah. going to do, you know, fuck. And that's when she wakes up and she's yeah. this whole time and having a nightmare. It's like, oh, fuck. So that was really well played. I love that. Oh my God. Totally gets you on that she's one. She's so good. So that's when she gets up and she does the ritual that night. They literally pan to 
her her husband's sleeping no one's in the bed and she's in like the closet or in the room like next door and you see the light under the door you can hear her doing the incantation and chanting so she's doing whatever it was that she was supposed to do on that piece of paper she ends up going downstairs next thing you know she wakes peter first peter Peter, oh wake my up. god and he just huh, what huh? and she's like right up against his face yeah too too close for comfort remember the last thing that they did together you know Scream fought at, the table. at each other she just goes i'm sorry peter i'm so sorry i need to show you something i'm so sorry i i i, 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 I acted the way before i'm so sorry wakes him up wakes him up then she goes and wakes up but he Steve. even mentions like oh yeah i was having a nightmare and she's yeah, like yeah. oh it's gonna be okay come on peter let's go i gotta want to try something yeah and then gets and wakes up steve Meanwhile, Peter's just standing there, like in the doorway. <laughs> Wakes up Steve, and she's like, "Come on, Steve, I want to go try something. Like, come downstairs." And he's like, "What?" Like, <laughs> you know, as the as an adult, you know, and us, he just you're waking me the fuck up. What are you doing? Yeah, what do you want, crazy what? lady? So this was a pretty cool shot. They're they're going down the stairs, and they they're going down the stairs. The camera shot is panning up the stairs from this sculpture she's clearly made, but it's it's layers of houses with ground in between stacked up to the one house like on top you know and the lights are on on that house it was it was really cool it was almost like you know i wonder if it's their history of houses yeah. that they've been through I or something what it was it was like past but it's really cool yeah so that was a really cool thing they're kind of like what's going on and mm-hmm. even steve's like come on you know peter let's go see what your mom's doing she's in the living room scooting the table around the windows are all open what? yeah and i'll make a comment she seems very like this is the happiest i've seen her in the movie to be quite honest, most positive, I guess you can say. Not happy, but like, yeah, she's, she's not being a bitch. Yeah, she's got gusto. She's like, oh, guys, guys, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yes. Okay. All right. You she's know. a little channeling Joan a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You start getting a little cuckoo and you start. <laughs> she's you grabbing know, them like, come on, guys. Come on. Let's do this together. Start working weirdly, you know. <laughs> so she's like, you know, has to convince Steve because he's just standing off to say he's like tries to go to close one of the windows and she's like no no leave it it all has to be exactly yeah, cause he's like it's fucking freezing how it is and here. he's like no come on like this is ridiculous and she goes steve no i need it exactly how it was i need you to come over here peter i need this like how it was will you please do this with me he's like yeah i'll do it like okay i'll stay and she literally drags the table has to, to grab <laughs> and she's like exactly oh yeah she's she's like fine if you he's six feet away she grabs the table and scoots the actual table over to him she's like, i'll do it here and grabs him for the other two feet brings him over <laughs> And basically, you know, uh, I think she has a candle, candle lit, and she has uh, the glass on the table, but they're all holding hands. She's like, and then she's like, we all have to be touching, and then we all have to have our hands on, on the, the table. table. Yeah. And he's like, what is going on? So as as she's, like, talking to, and then she goes, Charlie, are you there? And he's like, oh, God, are you serious right now? And she's like, no, stop. Like, seriously, Charlie, if you're there, like, you know, it's your mom, it's your family, we're, we're here, can you please, like, show us a sign? And that's when... Peter's like, do you guys feel that? And they're like, what? And he's like, the, the air is flexing, mm-hmm. you know? And they're like, okay, let's continue. And, and, and then that's when the glass the glass moves. Well, yeah, because Peter agrees to it. And he's like, okay, yeah. I'll do it. And then I guess the dad's like, okay, fine. Whatever. I guess since Peter's agreeing. And then they, she's starting to talk and whatever. And that's when the air flexes. And then, then, then the glass moves. And it shoots across the table. <laughs> Yeah, the glass, yeah, it does it. And she's like, okay, good, 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 because you're here. And then she brings out a piece of paper. She goes, remember what you, okay, I want you to do what you did earlier, okay, when you when you, you, you wrote on this paper. And she puts the paper down, puts a pencil down. And that's when Steve's like, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Peter, go to bed. I'm done. He breaks his hands back. He's arguing with her. And she's like, 
no, like we need to do this. Like, yeah. Come on, keep doing this. And they start arguing back and forth. And that's all of a sudden when the glass cupboard behind them breaks. Yes. And it's like, oh shit. And then all of a sudden the flame in front of them goes really like big. like Yeah, on the out. candle. Yeah. And. But during the time when the flame happens, Peter and Steve are looking around the room. And that's when you notice the mom. She. It relights while the mom is getting something's going on with her like her head tilts back a little bit but her mouth is open as if like something's going in her mouth and then it comes back her head writes herself and then she's like no she's that's when steve looks under the table and while oh, he's yes. looking under the table you hear a growl and and he looks up and and he's literally just like eyes are closed she's mouth open and she's coming from her mouth is this growl and he's like you know, Annie, and then she stops, opens her eyes. No, I think he turns the light on, doesn't he? And no. then that's when he. Oh, Not okay. Yet. And it, he and she just goes, opens her eyes, looks around, kind of panicked, and just goes, "Mom," and like a kid's voice. Oh Jesus Christ! And that's when Peter's like, "What the fuck are you? What?" And then she goes, "Mom, I'm. Is that you? I'm. I'm scared. Like, why are you scared? Why? It's something about like you know, just a scared mm-hmm. little kid or whatever." And that's when Steve's like, "All right, this is fucking real." He goes to go turn the light on. Or go no, he, he goes to go get a glass of water, and Peter's literally like freaking out. Like yeah, Peter's crying because it kind it sounds like it's going between Annie's voice and this little kid's voice because it sound because once in a while Annie will be like, "What's going on?" and then you just hear, "Mom, I'm scared, Mom, I'm scared," and Peter's like, "Stop, yeah. stop, Yo. like stop." He's and crying he's, again, a kid going through fucking traumatic like mental stress. <laughs> like I don't know what what is this three weeks since his sister died. No, I don't even think that. I don't even think it's that. the weekend after his yeah, sister something, died. Something. Like the fucking chronological shit. is hard to follow on this one. You don't really know exactly when, but if this is in quick succession, if we're going like me. yeah, if we're going by like day and night, day and night, I don't know. It's two days after she's dead. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. So that's when Steve r- walks up and splashes Annie <laughs> with water. That's you know just wake the fuck up, stop it. Wouldn't it just slapping her in the face work too, or do you think it had to be water? Do you know, know how when someone's losing it, like in Bob's Burgers, like how Louise slaps Linda sometimes? Yeah, like, like in a Get yourself Thank together. You. you have two kids and a Louise to take care of. But either way, <laughs> um, it wakes her up and she's just like, what? what? What the hell, Steve? Like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not sleepwalking. And then, you know, Peter's crying. Yes. And Steve's consoling him. And she's wet. And the candle's out. And the paper's just sitting there. And it's like, what? What, what happened, happened? And, he, yeah. and then he just i think he just shakes his head and, and, and he walks away i wrote down liftoach in pandemonium and that was see again they're just kind of cut to this this it's written somewhere on a wall mm-hmm. above somebody's bed liftoach in pandemonium i'm gonna mad i'm gonna imagine liftoach uh liftoff and pandemonium clearly that's some kind of chaos thing so they fight i don't know what is it what was it again during liftoff, there's pandemonium. Lift Oach. Lift O A C H. Oh, okay. There one. Okay. What does it mean? Lift Oach is a is Hebrew and means open up. Pandano- pandemonium is the capital of hell. So I guess open up hell, the okay. capital of hell. Makes sense. Oh, geez. So, uh, all right. Pans to Peter sitting on the bed. Then, because he's. He's literally like, you know, kind of just, I feel like he's mentally fizzled out. He sits on the bed and then it pans from night to day. I, I love that they do that a lot. It literally like, cuts scenes. He, nothing changes as far as the scene other than the colors. So mm-hmm. pans to the day. Um, next day. Well, no, sorry. 
bet to the next day at school. He's he's in class. Yeah, he's in class. Which I can't believe he's still going to school. Right, and he's looking pretty devastated as far as his facial, you know. It looks like he hasn't slept. He hasn't eaten. No one's hugged him. He needs help. That's when he sees the light on the ground by his teacher, Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of like pulses and goes out the window. And he's like, you know, what? And he's looking around, and then he looks over at the glass next to him, like the bookshelf next to him has glass covers, uh, doors or whatever, and it's him but smiling Mm -hmm. and looking right back at himself. Yeah, his reflection, instead of mimicking him, it's smiling creepily back at him. And he kind of like startles himself and stands up and kind of goes like, oh, and the teacher's like, yes, Peter. He's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And that's when he walks out to the, the, and you don't seem like anything's going crazy, but that's when you cut to like Annie's doing something, working on something. And uh, Steve calls her and goes, you know, guess who just called me? And, And she's like, Charlie? And he goes, what? No. Like, guess who just called me from school panicking or crying in the in the hallways thinking that some kind of demonic spirits, you know, you know, Peter did, you know. Uh, hey, he's like, your son called me and he thinks he's being haunted by spirits or spirits are trying to get into him. Yeah, so he's, he's, he is upset. And so, And I don't think that's when he mentions how I got, I got a son to protect. I think it is. At that that moment, he's like, I, I'm thinking, and she goes, what do you mean by that? What are you saying that? She goes, oh, yes, and he hangs he goes, up. I just want to let you know I'm thinking that of him only and, and his of his safety and whatever and, and whatever that means. And she basically calls him back. And he like, hangs up on her, yeah. and it pisses her off. She goes, don't, don't, don't you hang up on me on ever again. You hear me? And then she hangs up on him. Yeah, like, fuck you. I can't stand that. How are you going to tell him not to hang up on you, but then you're going to go and do it? And then the Archer gar- Gallery, her people who I guess she's doing the, the gallery for, the the work for calls and they leave a voicemail mm-hmm. and um, that's not the email. No, that's the voicemail. Yeah. They're basically saying to her like, Hey, that it's it actually to me is a total genuine email. Very nice. They yeah. first say their condolences. Voicemail. Yeah. They first leave their convol- condolences and then they say like, and, you know, on that, on that note, you know, like, if you need to push it back, we totally, totally will. We completely it. understand but if it. Not like, can know, we see it? Just send us some, some pictures. Progress or, points yeah, lady. Want to check it out. And, that guess gets her like just pissed off and she just starts punching her fucking uh miniatures. Oh yeah, she destroys them. So the next cutscene too is when Peter and the dad are getting home from, from whatever and I guess she, like school or something. The first thing they say when they walk in is like, Ugh It smells. stinks in here. And they uh they go up to Oh yeah, no, yep, they haven't they haven't shown no. it yet. They go up to uh. I guess her Peter workshop. goes to his room. Yeah. Yeah, and she's Steve in does. there, and they've just dis- she's destroyed it. Now I notice as they he even says he's like, "What the fuck happened?" What did you here? do? She goes, "I'm tired of. It. I was tired of looking at it." But she did leave the one of her daughter's scene that was. Yes, still, I uh, saw that over to the left. Yeah. On the side. Yeah. So. I think she just destroyed the ones that she was working on at that moment. At the end of that scene, when he's just like, "Jesus Christ," I. <sighs> can't remember if he says anything about Peter or whatever, but he sees over on a miniature of a person laying in bed beheaded. That's Peter. And, you know, that's when we think that. And so then they they cut to the next scene of Steve is sleeping on the couch. So that night he's like, yeah, this lady, I don't really even know what's, what's going on with her. So that's when Annie's in her room and all of a sudden she hears like scribbling and it's, it's coming from Charlie's room. So she, goes 
walks into Charlie's room and it's the the seance pad is on the end of Charlie's bed and it's, it's being filled out. Something you know, each page is being, and you like the scene because it's a drawing. Yeah. As you walk, as she walks in slowly, the pages are being drawn on and then flip, drawn on and flip. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you don't see what they are just yet. No, you do. Yeah, they're t- yeah, they're pictures of Peter's face. Well, of of yeah, of of of, of a person, a boy, a man, whatever, crudely drawn, and like the there's X's over his eyes. Yes, and it looks like he's Peter. crying, and each kind of drawing is progressively him crying like louder or whatever more, like more extreme. Yeah, I guess. but it's nothing else is happening to him other than the X's over the eyes, and and then that's that. And then they take a shot. I thought this was interesting from the attic door down to Peter's door, and he wakes up he's he's sleeping and he wakes up kind of i guess and he's just looking kind of with his head on like like, like laying down in the bed and he's looking over kind of across the room in the shadows and that's i think yeah i think he might have heard the click but he sees charlie standing mm-hmm. over there in the corner and he's just like charlie and she just stands there and all of a sudden her f- oh. fucking head rolls God. and falls it, on the ground and it's a ball yeah. you know is uh is sitting there and all of a sudden he feels like it doesn't feel like, but he's also just being choked by something. Yeah, from these behind two the hands. Yeah, ha- a pair of hands come up and just where the grab wall his is, hand. Yeah. Know, like every kid's worst nightmare. I I can personally remember. I've had nightmares being dragged under bed. You know, going by did. an opening. Uh, my bed was right. The end of the foot of it was right next to the doorway. So if you were walking by it, and I had a few dreams, nightmares like this. But as you're walking by the doorway, you can easily be grabbed by like somebody under the bed from the hallway. So, but either way, he. He's being choked by something from underneath his bed behind him at the headboard. It doesn't look, no, it doesn't look like he's being choked. It looks like they're trying to pull his head off. Whatever, whatever is happening. Yeah, it's like trying to, yeah, yank it. And he's just thrashing like his body. through the headboard. And he's like, what the fuck? And they cut to like downstairs that Steve isn't waking up. No. He's still asleep. And all of a sudden you hear, mom, what the hell? Like, and then it pans back. And she's like, what? And then all she's, she's standing over in the corner. She's like, what? What? What, honey? What? I. I came in because you were screaming. You were having a nightmare. trying to take my head off. And she goes, no, I came in here and you were Because you were screaming. You were having a nightmare. Yeah, he's like, and she's trying to convince him. And again, it doesn't really seem very confident like that. You know, like, mom, Jesus Christ, all the shit you're doing to me. And now you're, I feel like, yeah, maybe you are trying to kill me, you know? No, and then that's when it shows the papers in uh, Charlie's journal of Peter crying X's over the eyes. Cause it 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 just kind of is cut. No, but she goes to him and and like is like, oh, I know how to fix this. I know how to fix this. Cause she has the journal in her hand. And not, she's the, like, not yet. Not yet. Now, now, because now is when she tries to throw the book in the fire. Yeah, but, but she but Pete made Steve sleeping still. <clears throat> but either way, I mean. But yeah, but then she tells Peter though, right? Is this or is this after she throws the journal in the fire? That she's like, she tells her son, like, oh, I can fix this. Don't tell dad about this incident. Don't tell him. Oh, yeah. And no, that's when she says that right then. There. Like, okay, don't yeah, tell your what dad, saying, like, yeah. what, you know, happened just now. But like, she, I know how to fix this. Don't worry. I'm the only one that can do this. Yeah. But okay, that's when no. the papers and the, they, that's when they show the pictures of oh, what was okay. actually being okay. drawn the whole time because they didn't show that. So now she's got that book and she goes to go try to throw it in the fire that, that's downstairs right next to where Steve is sleeping. She throws it in there. And it lights on fire, and all of a sudden, she lights on fire. Yeah, her arm. Yeah, her left arm. And she goes to try to put it out, and it won't go out. And so she it starts getting bigger. So she has to take it out and stamp on it, and it goes out on, on, the, on her. So it's like, okay. Yeah, she's so she's connected. realized, yeah, that if she wants to take it out, she's going to have to die. 
and then the next day Peter leaves for school. Oh God, is this the is this is this what happens for him? Uh, yeah, oh, soon. Geez. But then that's when you know things. As far as like again the atmosphere that this music is creating, it's it's all subtly escalating to her. Pretty much the whole time, there's there's all kinds of sounds going on. So oh, yeah. Annie is going back to Joan, trying to get to Joan, and she's knocking at the door and no one's answering. And uh, inside, they're panning. I love this shot. They pan from the door and they're backing into where they were doing that seance, or well, where she was visiting Joan. Yeah, where they were doing the uh, seance where Joan. And was. it looks like kind of. At first, I thought the I thought the apartment was empty because I was like, but notice they- as they're panning from the door, there's candles. Yeah. Lit. Uh, the doorway and then on the on the hall for tables and stuff and then on the the tables in the kitchen and then the actual music escalates so high that and and shows that there's a picture of Peter on this carving on the table and there's other f- things from of Charlie's mm-hmm. shit from hers and there's all kinds of shit that you're just like stuff from the kids the but the thing is his eyes are scratched stuff. out just like how it is in the journal too yep yep yeah why is his eyes always scratched out like jeepers creepers oh so no this isn't when that happens with peter just yet so he's at school it cuts to the him at school because the, remember the music is escalating he's just sitting by himself because he's just fucking you know wiped he's fucking just out just done just so tired and he's sitting all by himself and all of a sudden you hear peter peter Oh yeah, and he's like, "What?" And he's like looking around, and he looks across the street. And again, just like kind of Charlie and that lady waving across the street, it's far away enough to where it's like, kind of got to squint. Like, who is that? And you hear some like that. That's uh, all of a sudden it's Joan. Joan's yelling to Peter. Oh, it is Joan. It's Joan, one hundred percent. And she goes, "Zantony, Dagony, a paragon." And she's like, "Get, Get out." out. And he's he, he, like, what? And he's like, get out. And it just kind of escalates. And he's like, what's going on? He's just looking around. And then that's that's it. It, it cuts to Annie's now back home, panicking, going into back into her, her, her uh, workshop, trying to get to her box of her mom's stuff. Mm-hmm. And she grabs out, first thing, two embroidered mat covers. One says Charles, which I guess is her, her uh, brother's name. That was so her brother who had killed himself, and Annie. So that's that's to her mom had made, you know, one for the kids, I guess. And she starts going through all the books and the witchcraft and shit, and she finds a book that mentions King Payman. This is the first introduction to kind of what I like that we did this research afterwards, like what Payman is and all that stuff. So it's very interesting. He, he apparently, I thought I wrote it down. He's one of the. Uh, oh no, I guess I wrote it down later. He's one of the. Oh yeah, you learned that later. Yeah, later, so what he is. What it what it what it wants basically. Once she these certain points are have been you know have been highlighted by her mom mm-hmm. in this book stuff like, you know, uh, riches will go to the uh, enca- enchanter or an encanter or whatever. And you see photos of her mom in like this ritual, and they're throwing flowers over her and stuff. And who the fuck was involved in it mm. was Joan. There's pictures of Joan. And she was, the, it, it, you kind of find like she was the medium to help with with something, you know, with these and things. And she's also that was going wearing on. the same symbol Symbols, that her mom yeah. is. They're all wearing it around their necks. Oh, and there was a certain thing with King Payman that they, that they noted that he wants a male host. Yes. In particular. So it's like, okay, so it's, th- yes. certain puzzle pieces are kind of coming together. Slowly, yeah. And you're just like, okay. And that's what the, the, the Charlie making a comment about grandma wanted me to be a boy and stuff. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. 
so Joan was the medium to help in these things that the grandma was doing and getting involved in. That's when they cut to Peter walking in the hallway, and all of a sudden he sees the pulse fly by him. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of like, what the fuck is this? The best way to explain it is like if you take a hula hoop and just make it super big and it just like goes around the whole room super quick. Like it's just a circle that like it's like yeah a ring that expands and goes around them. And it cuts to Steven. I guess he's at his uh, office. Oh, drinking. Well, not this point. Not yet. He's at. He's just not home, and he's typing email. Oh. Up, up, and it's. It, it, you don't give any detail, but it's the, the beginnings and hintings too. I feel like a divorce letter or going to his attorney talking about how Annie uh, is going through and or in the middle of a mental, and then he doesn't, and then all of a sudden he gets an email, and he goes to oh, look at it and open it, and it's from the uh, funeral home talking about the grave site and kind of following up on that that phone call from earlier in the mo- movie about how it was desecrated and shit and it's got pictures and, he, and you get to see that it was not just desecrated yeah desecrated it was to fucking me, dug up yeah desecrated to me i thought is like yeah they put you know yeah they spray paint it put beer cans on it on oh, different levels desecration de- desecration level three i thought that's like removal full of removal body. that's uh that's uh not desecration. What do they do in the exhumation? When they ex- when they take exhuming exhumation. So that's what ended up happening to the thing, and he's just staring at it, kind of like, hmm. And you don't you don't know what his thoughts are, you know. So that was that was that, and Annie is at home and she's running around. She decides time to go to the attic for some reason. So she grabs the pole. She's just looked at through all those books now. So she goes and grabs the pole, opens up the attic. As soon as she does that, you you, you get bombarded and see what she gets hit with a smell and all the flies are come come flying out. And you're just like, oh shit! First time. Does she go up in the attic because of flies, or does she just go up it because of she just goes? <sighs> I mean, is there flies? I I don't know why, but yeah, yeah, good point. Maybe we need to watch again, but. She goes up there and she's like looking for something, mm-hmm. you know, and she she gets up there and she's got a flashlight and she's kind of looking around and then sure as shit she sees like the source of the flies and it's a body in the corner. Yeah. And it's it's pretty gnarly, it's all distended, it's headless. Um and it's black and it's just just gross, maggots all over and shit. And she, you know, freaks out. It's like what the fuck? And above it is that symbol again, above it on against the ceiling kind of and and on the dress, I noticed that too. It was all over her dress. And the sy- the symbol on the wall is written in blood. Yeah. And the body is fucking like black, like it it's been dead for a while. So this is happening all while Peter's at school. St- uh, St- Steve, Jesus Christ, I don't know why I can't remember. Is at you know work, you know. So Peter's at school, and that's when he hears clicking. He's, a, he's in one of his classes, and he hears a clicking again, and he kind of just kind of startles or whatever. And this is that if you've ever seen or not seen the movie, and you've seen, like, like I think the scene's in the it, trailer. Yeah, they have this scene of he just sticks his hand up, and it's all, like, fucked up, his hand is. And they, they pan from behind him. Yes, I love and that. And I like how the, the teacher. Kids, you know, Peter? Or, you yeah, the teacher's like. What's wrong? And you see the kids turn to him and it's like, and they show a face of horror. Hor- they're horrified. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah, is he breathing? Yeah, and they get back. They back away from him. They get up. And then, yeah, they, they, they kind of pan slowly to his face. And, he, and it's almost like he's having a stroke. Like the right side of his face is Ooh. 
it's like not it's dropping and uh pressurizing like he's like his mm-hmm. eyes about to pop his eyes are bloodshot his face is like you know getting all red and shit i don't know how he's doing it it's so, like well it's, cgi too I'm oh sure. true yeah and my and, dumb ass is like how like, is he doing damn, that man, you are an actor his eyes about to pop <laughs> out that's pro bro that's so pro. that's commitment you just fucked up your face permanently. Uh, and then like, and then do that thing with the desk. And then he starts slamming <laughs> oh. his face into the desk like four times. Oof. No, two Twice. times. And then and on the third time, falls back. He, no, he jumps up and falls back. He's like, ah! yeah. and like starts screaming, screaming, screaming. I, I mean, forget him. <laughs> Cause you're clearly going through some shit, but when you're not going through some shit and you're just another day, and that's what you see in your kid. You even said you're like that one kid's got a phone. I said, hey man, there's always gonna be something. Oh recording. yeah, like literally, it shows the whole class, and there is one kid that has his phone out. All I'm saying, <laughs> I don't think as me, I don't think I'd cry. I I think I'd be in shock. I'd be like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. So like, I think I'd be really scared. I I think honestly, I might like run out of the room. Yeah, because he he's he's. He's they don't show you when he stops screaming because his face is all bloody. He broke his nose. They don't show you how he stops because he just keeps screaming. So then they cut to a phone ringing at home. No one answers it. Cut to Steve at work. He's still Mm -hmm. there. He's getting drunk. He's drinking or something. And he, he, I feel like he's drunk. He's slurring. He's he's kind of this is him. Yes. And it's the school calling. So now he's driving. And he. uh. He stops at a red light, and that's when he finally breaks down. Well, no, he almost ran the red light and slammed his brakes on. And yeah. that's when he breaks Well, that's down. when yeah. I told you I said he's drunk. I yeah, you he, thought, I thought he was just lost in thought. Because think about it. You're you're picking your kid up from school. It's probably all of the above. Yeah. Know? Just Jesus Christ, my son. Yeah, he, he got patched up from school. You and me kind of had a debate about this. Did he actually go to the hospital? Uh, did you get this all done at the at the school? Because it kind of was like a rudimentary nose thing. But yeah, they didn't. After what he just went through, you would hope that he would have gone to the hospital. Because he was passed out. So yeah, I don't know if they give you drugs like that at the nurse. Either way. Because his parents had to carry him inside. He breaks down at the light, and that's when he first shows his emotion. Yeah. It's like, you know, finally, uh, it's getting to him, and he's breaking down. It's, what do you do? You know, what do you do? So he gets home, and when he gets Take there- Take your kid to therapy. And- <laughs> Annie's there in the driveway immediately from the second that they pull into the driveway. She's like following the car. Yeah, she's she's clearly like showing crazy vibes. No, 100 like, percent. Like, oh, oh, oh. And you're then, back. You're back. I need to talk to and you. And then she sees that, you know, Peter's slumped in the back seat, you know, and she's like, oh, who oh, did no. this to him? What, what, what? <gasps> I mean, clearly concerned, but it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's like you can't show concern. So you're just like forcing it. But like all kinds of shit's going on. You're having your own personal shit going on. you found a dead body in the attic and that's kind of what she he, he this dad gets out and he just goes like he did it to himself yeah she goes what happened he did it to himself grab his feet grab his feet let's go you know no nonsense so yeah so that's why i think maybe you are right maybe he did go to the hospital because i don't do nurses give you shit to knock out because he was passed out or maybe he had a concussion they, after I mean, that's the thing you don't yeah you don't lay him down with the concussion you got to go to the hospital so whatever he and he didn't know none of this shit was going on. Whatever transpired between... Clearly the dad did not call her to let her know. No. Takes him inside with her because he needs help. Yeah. Drops him off into the bed. Lays him down. That's when he <laughs> shuts the door. And, you know, again, going along with the craziness and the lack of care for her fucking children, she just goes, okay, all right, Steve. Oh, 
I gotta show you something. <laughs> you're like, I need you. Oh my god. And she's like, There's there's a body. There's a body in the attic. I need you to go up in the attic. Now listen, she is freaking out this whole time. You have to understand, Steve. If you are right and he is drunk, he's probably just fucking done. He's just like, she's trying to explain everything <sighs> that's happened and how. You know, it's all her fault, and she can fix it. Oh, and is that when she grabs the photo album? She's showing him the picture and talking about Joan. Joan. She's like, you know, she 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 was somebody from my mother, and like blah 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 blah. Oh, and, and really quick too, to make a note, back when she did the seance herself, and she's like, yeah, my friend Joan showed me this, and Steve's like, Joan, your friend. Yeah, and like, she's like you don't okay, have friends. I, I don't know what I was saying, you know, but I I don't know what I invited, but I'm yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, like that thing I, I just messed up, but like it's I, after I know, our son. Yeah, and it it's just. And then she kind of goes to, to to say, like, I need you to help me burn this book because this is what it'll do. But I, I tried the other night, it, but it, it caught me on fire. But, but I know what I have to do. But first she tells him to go in the attic first. Right. Okay. No, right. Isn't that? Yeah, because they, they yeah. don't burn the book first. She tells him to go into the attic to check the body. Yeah, you're and right. And that's when she preps the fireplace. And you, well, not yet. You're, you're here. She's down below kind of like pacing back and forth. And you hear him scream up top. And he comes no, no, down. Hold on. Really quick, though. He says to her, he tells you, like, is there anything else I should be looking up for your head besides your headless mother? Or she's like, besides oh, your mother? More. Yeah. He, and she's like, she's headless. And he's like, okay. Oh, right. Before he goes up there. He's like yeah. so sarcastic. He opens like, it up, and that's when he's like, oh, good God. Like, and then he smells. turns and looks at her, and he's like, okay. Yeah, very not in non belief until he gets up there and actually sees the body, yeah. screams, and is like, ah. And then when he comes down, he's like, what the hell is that up yeah. there? Yeah, and he's like, I guess that is your mother. And then she keeps talking, and then by the time she's done explaining to him about how she has to burn the book, I love his face. He just stares at her, and he's like, you did this. You're the one who uncovered her. You're the one who unburied her. She's like, no, no, that's stupid. He's no, like, you going to the movies all those nights? Was you doing this? Right, and then that that's when I'm just like, what? No, okay, that she yeah, was no, she going. not one person she could didn't do, do that. that. No, yeah, so no. That's when she starts talking about the book. Sorry, I, yeah. I, I rushed it. But she's no, you're fine. I just remember that scene. His face was just like he's like, you fucking have lost it. And he, and he's saying that basically, she's saying, I need you to come with me. And it's if it does, if we don't do this, it's gonna get Peter. Uh, I have to sacrifice myself. I know that now. I know that now. You know, so please come with me, please, please, please. Yeah, and he's, and the just, whole, he's like, just staring please, at her. Please, please. And more or less, kind of drags him downstairs, and she's and doing that crazy like walking backwards down the stairs begging and it's just like okay. or walking back down walking backwards down the hallway and she's like she's crying and like and she's like i have to do this it's like, oh my god i don't want to do this and like the scene where she's like i love you so much steve and like he's just standing there like what the fuck have and, i got myself into and then he, uh, if she was saying she would notice that he's not like he's like I don't what the fuck yeah and and uh, it's like you don't have to but in oh, her he even world asks her, he's like did you call the police why did you please call don't, the police please don't help yeah please don't help but she says <laughs> in her in her mind this is the world to her she feels like she's about to sacrifice yeah. herself yeah and is confessing her love to him and is like go ahead and just just do it please just do this and he won't do it he won't do it he's just like standing there and she's like begging him begging him like almost as if like release me sacrifice me and she just kind of puts her head down please and she's just crying yeah because i think she doesn't think she can do it she's like you have to do it because i'm gonna put it out i don't want to well, die I, I don't know why she can't do it yeah i, I don't know at the very end she's like fuck it well he well no because she gives it to him squirts lighter fluid on it yeah lighter fluid you this know, bitch gets, loves lighter fluid and then he's walking towards and he's about halfway to the fireplace yeah 
And then he just stops and he just goes, I can't do this. I'm yeah, this not, isn't healthy this to isn't entertain healthy. this. You're, you need You're sick, help. You need Annie. You're sick. Yeah, you're I'm not doing this with you. I and love she just, that. And she just goes, what? And she gets angry again, like yeah. kind of like bitterly angry. She goes, fine, I'll do it myself. Grabs it from him, throws it into the fucking fire. He lights up on fire. Immediately engulf in flames. And I don't understand screaming, that. And you're just like, and she's standing there watching him. Kind of kind of petrified just like what the fuck why are you yeah. on fire and she's steve you know that's not supposed to happen and and you can't put this fire out but i would at least still try because it's my husband but yeah no she, she's just and then she does that weird face again and the light pulses yeah and she again. does a weird like something's taking her over and she has a weird like this is okay so then now it cuts this is when it's outside in the woods and it's it's daytime when this happened and then all of a sudden it cuts to night, same exact scenes, but there's people. I pointed that out to you. You did. You did. If you would, again, while watching this and did, didn't, weren't paying attention, you would have missed it. But it's like you said, what are the fucking people there? I was and like, I what's go, with all the people? And I noticed it right before the scene changed again. And I go, wait, wait, hold on. So we had to rewind. And yeah, sure shit. Like, I don't uh, know. Surrounding 12, the house. Yeah. Around, scattered throughout. And they're nowhere near yeah, each other. Yeah, it's a big circle, but they're circling the house and they're all naked. Not even I a don't circle. Know. Not even a circle. Scattered. They're scattered throughout random spots. Uh, it looked like it looked uh, like it formed a circle. Nope. Okay, once again, we'll have to go look. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty I'll, confident about that. I one. can't remember the other thing that I had to check out and then come argue with you about. I forgot. So, hmm. this is now nighttime. Nighttime. Peter finally awakes. I can't stand this. This is so stupid. Ready? Ready? Uh, hold on. I made a note of this. This next part. Does he wake up? Because like. No, he just wakes okay. up and he looks straight across and there's the light, the red light is on in the uh the treehouse. Mm-hmm. Treehouse is lit. It so is, he probably thinks Bob's out there sleeping. It is now an hour and 47 minutes into the movie to where you go, nope. Yeah, I stopped after this. I just can't. And it even gets worse the second time I watched it. I was like, are you fucking kidding so me? So he sits up. And if you just, I mean, again, if you're just kind of looking generally at the scene, you don't, you won't catch it. But they, they sit there long enough for you to be, you're supposed to see her. Oh yeah, it, well, she blends in really well, and it's scary. But she's like, she's up in the corner. She's fucking. She's spider in this shit. She's up in the corner, just sitting there, not I moving. I just want to know, uh, do they, do they Good. get powers? Don't see her face. You just, she's just sitting there, and that's kind of when, you know, Peter. You you even said that you were like no no I would just leave and I again we this is the second time we watched it so it's like I forgot the how does this play out I forgot he just starts walking he around turns the house. he turns to the right and as he's turning to the right which where he would he would come in contact with her she which to the left is his door she's and I even wrote it down she's anime in this shit no wait hold on is this the scene when she does that I thought that uh-huh. was downstairs shut the fuck up. This is when she swims. Peter asks for her, you know. You're a fucking liar. This is not when she literally animates. She swims through the air. Not quite yet. I made another note before. Yes, she does. But you hear your footsteps outside and you you see the outside light come on. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, I made a note of that to be like, you know, who Who's was out outside? there? Exactly. Yeah, who was is out there? Is it the there? naked people? And that's, I think, why he goes to, goes to get up. But he goes to turn towards the mom and she floats like I said, she floats like a cheesy Asian movie. Like she, she I pointed it out. Cause I thought the first time we watched, it, I thought she crawled across the wall, but no, no she's swimming. she 
literally is swimming and the thing that made me laugh the most oh my god i love this movie don't get it it's one of my favorite movies but the last 20 minutes fuck off she literally like she kicks her last kicks her feet to get to make sure she gets out of the room and that last kick kind of creaks the door and that's that you know (laughs) if you imagine all the times in ghost movies where the doors creak that's what the ghosts are doing (laughs) they're literally swimming through the air so so yeah that that (laughs) happens she just goes out and now so peter gets up and he's gonna go walk walk uh, out he goes downstairs he he but slowly he's walking just through the house going just like looking around first off he doesn't turn on any fucking lights nothing yeah this kid's got balls. Uh-uh. Yeah, after everything that he's gone through. Um, he hear a fire. You can, he's coming downstairs. You can hear the fire crackling. And you can, he's like, Mom? And he turns the corner, and somebody somebody is crispy fried chicken in front of the fireplace. Yeah, and like, he's walking up to it slowly. Yeah, he goes And up I'm just to like, this, this is a good five minutes. He's walking around the house. Very, like, very slowly. P- yeah. And you could and see. And you don't see her any, any, like, as far as I remember, you don't see her in any pans until, like, later. Well, uh, no. I didn't see her in the hallway. I didn't see her anywhere else. But that's when you see him. He's uh, got the um, ring on. Uh, Steve. Um, yeah. No, yes, well, Steve. Well, the, the, the burnt body. The fuck. got yeah. a ring on. And that's what I think he realizes is it's, uh, oh. Sorry. Um. Oh, yeah, he's right there. And then you – so he's looking down at the body, and they pan downwards and look up, and you see her. She's sitting up now in the ceiling uh, <laughs> in the corner. And I even made a comment. If you look at her arms, <laughs> one arm is literally in front of her, like, stopping her from falling, I guess. It's just – Parkour. I, so I don't know what is going on. And is that when she crawls across the fucking wall? No. At this moment is when he looks up, and he sees – in one of these open doorways is a naked the, the, the guy and i go that's a smiley guy from the funeral he's naked kind of in the shadows like but just standing there you can see a naked dude standing yeah there. he's and just you're like, one by himself it was just him and he's just sitting there smiling and, and peter's like what the fuck and then all of a sudden that's when from the scene that you now see him staring behind him oh, okay wait curtain, how did she get there it, she float too. She probably swimmed above Peter's head. That's what it was. While Peter was staring at the naked man, she's like, "This is my time. I just gotta swim to the fucking corner real quick." Okay, I'm ready. So now she's in the curtain and just immediately starts chasing. And she's. But she's the thing is, because he's slow, I feel like he feels her, her yeah, and he something. slowly starts turning, and she just fucking. Goofy, <laughs> stop! Uh, Diego, our our kitten, is attacking her paperwork. You know, we just we try to have him included in things and. They just gotta ru- they gotta ruin everything. Hold on, Poopy. We love them. So now the chase is on. He's running upstairs. This is fucking terrifying. Oh like, yeah, this as shit's for crazy. a kid to be chased by his mom like this. But I made the comment to you, Hunter. Like, I think I would have just turned around and punched her. <laughs> and be like, "What's wrong with you?" Well, but also, we're now adults and we've thought about things. Sometimes. True, but also smart thinking on him. Like he where goes he goes up next. into the attic. He the, the 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 ladder was still down, so he goes runs up in there. And he, and he pulls it shut real quick. The mom kind of gets the last bit. And as soon as he shuts it, bang, 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 yeah. bang, 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 bang. Like, fucking you can, head. It, Yeah. You can easily do that with your hands, but they show they don't show you right away. He's sitting there like, Mom, Mom, Mommy. <laughs> and, you know, Mommy, can you please stop? Mommy, Mommy. And and then it pans down. I love the cut scenes back and forth between up and down. She's slamming her fuck yeah. I wrote down head banging. She's head banging hard. And then it just stops. And it just cuts out. Yeah. And so now He's he, an addict. He's like 
And he's looking around. Yeah, spits hanging out of his mouth. there's fucking flies everywhere still, too. And he's like, what the fuck? And then that's when he notices there's candles all through the attic. And so some shit's gone down. Flies flying around. The body's gone. Is it gone? Oh, and it's just the picture now. And it's just a picture of him. And he's kind of like, just like, okay, all right, it's uh, it's a nightmare. You're going to wake up. Oh, yeah, and he turns back around. He starts slapping himself. Slapping himself hard. Yes. Pretty damn hard. You're like, dude, you're going to punch yourself. (laughs) And all of a sudden, you You kind of hear like this like squelching sound. It's It's a squelching, and then it sounds like a paint dropping. Like you spilt paint and yeah. it's falling. Squel- and then squelch, squelch. And then it was like, what the fuck? The mom, he pans around, turns around. And this is one of my favorite scenes. He but looks at the same up. Time, it's just like, what the fuck? She is like you would a scarf around the back of your neck. She's got some kind of wire and she is basically sawing her own goddamn head off. Yeah. I didn't know she was going from the back and yeah. you pointed that out. And the first time I ever watched this, I remember saying, I was like, I just, just jump out that window. I'm I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so she's doing that vigorously. Uh, and he goes up, faster, faster, Picks up the faster. pace. And then all of a sudden. And she's staring at him. She's making eye contact with him and her mouth is shut and her eyes are just like. All this happens in a matter of about two seconds. As she's vigorously doing that, he's not yelling. He's just in shock yeah. staring up at her. Yeah. Music is going crazy. Yes. She's over here sawing. Yes. As she cuts through, the head falls down. No. Does it? Yeah. No. No. No, 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 no. no, no. You're right. He just all of a sudden looks away and looks forward. When he looks away, you hear a ding, kind of like yes. the oven yes. is complete. And yes. there's people across the attic stand there's a bunch there's like three three people standing in the doorway together. One, uh, and one actually, is his teacher. One is a lady who was waving at Charlie, Charlie earlier, and I don't know who the other lady is. I don't lady. think that's Joan. That she's too some, young to be Joan. Some, yeah, I don't know who it was. Yeah. So that's when he's like, ah, <laughs> and he runs out the fucking window. <laughs> I'm sorry when this happened. I was in shock, but also laughed because I was like, he did it. He actually jumped out the window. And this is when I noted he's on. Basically the third floor. Yeah, because the first time I watched it, and because he wakes up, he gets up, and I was like, oh, he didn't die. But then you pointed, and you were like, oh, no, I he fell three floors. He fell floors. three floors flat onto his face, and he's not moving. Oh, now, yeah. What, what happens next is kind of like up for debate. This is where this is where I, watching it again, I had to have a different interpretation on it. I had to go like, look, this is not, this is not your typical, like, well, possession the, and floating bodies like we well, hate that shit well let's finish this okay so, so then a light comes down though well hold on no they're they're, they're showing you the, the view from above but the light comes hold down on, first not yet no not the yet. body doesn't float by yet yes it does no There's, it doesn't i wrote it down right here baby the light goes into shadow him. floats out above him first yeah, okay you really want to argue about this yes. i made a note specifically because i know you don't see the body yet you see the shadow of something yes, go over I the mean. body the f- him laying on the ground and then the light comes out of the window I'm the storyteller. That's fine. Kay. You keep telling the story, baby. You keep, but I'm you Go just, ahead. I know this. I'll tell Go. you when I don't know. <laughs> but I do know. It's, <laughs> it's for sure. The, you know, I know for sure. The body, uh, he's laying there, and that's when the ah! light comes out. And I, this is when I think that for sure it's like he's he was dead, but the light floats down into him, mm-hmm. and all yes. of a sudden he slowly kind of like gets up, and he look like kind of not up, up, but he like sits up, like kind of like you're doing a push-up, and he looks over cocks his head over and see that's when you see the headless body of his mother floating up 
into the fucking treehouse. Oh, but really quick, when he jumps out and he's laying there, that's when you hear the sawing going a little bit more, and then you hear her head fall. Then you hear yes. the thump of her head falling off. As he jumps out, lands on the ground, and all of a sudden you hear the... Yeah. You know, kind of like our guillotine section. <laughs> so it's Peter's head. Yeah. So that's when um no, not Peter's head. It's I'm sorry. Annie's. Oh, Annie's head. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're fucking right. Annie's head. So he sees mom floating into the treehouse. He gets up and then he clicks. And then you're like, "Oh, that's Charlie, I think, right?" Yeah, nope. that's why I was like, "Oh, it's Charlie." But 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 it, yeah, he So came. he walks to the treehouse. As he's walking to the treehouse, there's more naked people like in the woods and shit, and it's just like, yeah, they're like sitting there staring at him. And one of them looked like uh, was one of his uh, other teachers, and you're just like, okay, I didn't. Oh, you're right. I was wrong. You're right. The light does. Uh, the body floats <coughs> over him first. Meanwhile, while I was talking, she was sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll just admit when I'm wrong. I just it bothers me. If Thanks, I don't know. No, sorry, I continue. Look, I don't. But I yes, there's know. naked bodies. <laughs> they're like all smile. They all smile. Yeah. So they're weird. pumped about for what's about to go down. And I totally forgot this as well. After the first time watching, I did not remember at all like this whole end scene because I think I was more or less reacting or listening to you flipping out, being like, that's it, I'm done. Because, yeah, but the first time we watched it, you're like, that movie just got stupid for me at the no, end. No, it still, it still is. The it's floating still, okay, sure. still, I can't but stand it. taking it the way I do now, I like it. Yeah. So he climbs into the treehouse, and he sees that there's – people bowing there are some of mm-hmm. them have sheets over them some of them are naked you could see some nice dangles some nice dongles and some nice jingles and jangles everybody's stuff anyways because they're all bowed and, and some of them are you know just but when he's coming up too there's literally like someone bowed right there at the entrance of the tree house it's so awkward like there's literally a face right there yeah. next to him and he gets up and he and he i love this whole thing because it's like who is this guy? You know, mm-hmm. he stands and he's observing and he kind of cocks his head to the side and there's two bodies bowing in front of this statue of that statue that uh, she saw in the book. Annie had seen in the book before of payment. He's got like this weird staff thing and it's a picture. It's that a physical statue. There's two headless bodies, his grandma and his mom, uh, headless bodies laying, bang, bowing before this uh, statue and it's his fucking sister's head on top of the statue and it's got a crown on it and everybody's bowing to this thing. And so Yeah, it looks exactly like the King Payment in the statue. Book. Yeah. And there's a you know, and then he looks over and on the wall is a picture of his grandma. You know, and this is like It's like Queen something or Goddess something. Yeah, yeah. Something about Queen uh whatever her name was at the beginning. Um Ellen or Lee? Queen Ellen, yeah. So that's when you know oh that's when he might have cocked his head he like looks intrigued and it's it's just like that's when it clicks that charlie was payment well no fucking joan stands up and that's when joan talks to him and explains i guess any everything kind of she's like we've corrected your and that's what i well hold on i I wrote i got that right there but i wrote charlie is payment was payment and now she goes to say, like, w- you are payment. So we'll let you know you're payment. One of the eight kings of hell. We had corrected your first body and got you into this healthy male body mm-hmm. and this he- healthy male host. Um, we, you know, she starts asking for things, kind of like basically give us these fortunes, give us the control of man, uh, allow us to kind of like 
Give us control over something like a, a, the our, typical Satan shit. We yeah. give you our soul. Let us fucking rule. Let man bow to us. Bow to let us will. do whatever fucking want. Kind of like how we bow to you, kind of thing. Yeah. And, and they all start saying hail payment, hail payment, and that's how it ends. Yeah, that's where I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it would be interesting because I hope there are more movies about that since he's the first one that's been out and there's eight of them, like eight kings of hell. Uh, So that'd be interesting if they make more. But that's what I was talking about earlier in regards to. Was she payment the whole time? Or was she Mm. the conduit to get payment i don't know because so as, as we said before the breakdown of it is you know she's all, the mother uh grandmother has always wanted to do this ritual and she what she needs is a male host so her bro her son she tried to do it with her son remember because he killed himself because he said that his mom was trying to put put personalities and voices in his head and stuff like that it's like she so i think but he was also diagnosed with schizophrenia okay well he blamed his mother and so but see, like, this is where i like this take on this movie because i thought it was hereditary i thought the whole family was insane and i thought they were seeing things and i right, thought like that's why illness. they were so religious yeah and so maybe they're more susceptible to that and or maybe he did have demons in him or and vo- her thing didn't help or maybe he no maybe he really did have some like maybe she did summon spirits and they are in him and that and people are like oh you just have schizophrenia yeah, 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 and he's yeah. like no I really got fucking people in me yeah like I got and he's like I, I can't do this anymore me. so maybe that's what what uh Charlie's thing is she's going back and forth between you know being payment or whatever mm-hmm. and, and the kid I, again being possessed or like some kind of like you've given over this body kind of thing because see the pictures with payment it looks like he collects heads so like her cutting the head off of the uh um, pigeon is kind of weird. I don't. I, I don't know. That's where when I, I looked don't into it briefly. I didn't see anything that had anything to do with heads. It just kind of talked about what his, uh, you know, he is uh, has something to do with Satan. And, he has ridiculous powers. Like yeah, there's a interesting, list of interesting like powers. Yeah. Like, okay. Flight is one of them. But then that <laughs> would also expo- shut up. But see, I don't understand how demons can give humans powers. Like that doesn't. We our bodies can't do that. Like we're not. Again, the the exorcist. How did she get all fucked up like that and twisted and messed up and then all of a sudden back fake. to normal? Ex- oh, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, as far as... But that's where I wonder if... Okay, so then Annie disconnected with her mom before she could even do anything with Peter. So she, I guess, like... Peter was growing up and she has Charlie, but she just... Because of that, like you said, she's like, oh, okay, I feel bad. Here you go. You can connect... and. She tried with Charlie. Didn't work. As she said, she goes, she always wanted her to be a boy. She tried it with her, but it didn't work. And I, maybe Joan th- knew that. And she's just going to continue on with this thing that maybe she was. Or just, do you think she summoned a demon and then her daughter got pregnant and like she gave birth to Charlie who has payment in it, in him or in her. And like the grandmother is trying to do something. Cause when she talked about how her grandmother or how, Ellen was obsessed with Charlie mm-hmm. and wanting to feed her. I could see that if she like thinks that's uh Payman and she she wants to have the connection with Payman. She wants to like help him. Right. Yeah. Cuz right. see then also I go back to the whole symbol on the pole. 
Like, why was the symbol there if that wasn't a setup? Because like you said, how did they know she was going to go eat nuts? But then Joan has a table where it looks like she's fucking. Again, that's all. That's like how voodoo works. That's how like summoning works. I feel like, like it kind of like guides and, them. Exactly. And things are going to the universe or whatever. The guiding force, the witchcraft in it is going to make it all hap- end up that way, happen that way. Um, but then do you think if she just never reconnected with her mom and just kept Charlie away from her, like then they would have been fine? Oh, because. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to say. I think Joan was fucking a bullshit liar. Her fucking son didn't die. That whole thing was fucking payment probably probably summoning him what do you mean like when she's like oh my grandson died and i lost my son too. oh yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that was um that was bullshit you know she's you probably know. showing her how to summon payment yeah, how exactly. to summon to she start said, all this she even says i don't know what i read i'm sorry steve like, yeah she was annie was talking to steve like i don't know but what then if was, you but... saw when she was flipping through all those old books of her mom it had the same symbols in there too yeah so she knew that it was just something bad and she's like I, you know i'm just gonna get peter my bad so i gotta die crazy so yeah so crazy. i don't she's know crazy it, i think what it shows you is like what ended up like what happened to her brother right mm-hmm. her connection with her mother and what her mother ended up doing just makes drives her nuts there is mental sickness in everybody in okay, the family but how is she and floating act, not, how is she more, sitting no, no, in the that, corner none of that see now that that's where you know for me to enjoy the movie and be like you know this is uh why did she have to swim through the air i mean okay i guess in in another way how would you do it Would if you didn't want to show, I mean, would if she walked across the ground quickly, like it was standing in the corner and like sneaked out the door and then bumped into the door but made no footsteps well, She doesn't need to be in his room. Why couldn't she be doing something creepy in the hallway? Why couldn't she be calling him? Why couldn't she be doing something else? Well, because he doesn't have to see be her. He's there. going through the house, member. So like, that's what makes him get up. Yeah, but he didn't even see her when she swam through the air. You didn't. But he, he heard no the reading. door creak, and that's when he gets up to go out, out there and start to find his parents. Okay, but you could have made but, something else creak in the house. Okay, but either way, she's there for her to get out. If she just walked on the ground? No, but she ran, like how she chased after him. I thought that was really cool. She was on the ground. Right. You're giving up your position now. To be quiet. Would okay, she then runs just across don't the ground. Would that be like? Would you be like? She didn't make any sound. Then don't put her in the room with him. If you yeah. can't make a way without her being fucking Spider Man across the fucking wall, that's when I told you I was like, "What fucking Iron Man's possessed? Spider Man's possessed? Superman's possessed?" They just have these supernatural abilities because they got demons in them. Yeah. So one of Payman's abilities is flight. You know, so it's like, okay. She, but Hunter, the fucking way she did is literally like she's fucking swimming. Yeah. At that point, you might as well just fucking put your arms out and Superman it out. Yeah, no, they literally look kind of like, I could see the wires. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like, I don't. Like, I can't get my grip of the, I kind of like flailing her her arms, moving her legs like she's swimming like not a very good swimmer. And then the thing is, though, if the because all the naked people, I think, are part of the cult. And so if his history teacher, who you see throughout the movie, is part of the cult, would explain why he didn't freak out more. Why fucking his student is fucking flipping shit. Yeah, I guess he's probably just like, oh, it's working. Payment (laughs) is coming. Fantastic. Yeah. But uh, they ended up, yeah, just doing all that for control of the world. And like you said, uh, it would be awesome if it turned into uh, another one because it's like. One of the eight kings of hell. But then, uh, but if this, but now, okay, if you're going to do this, the world is going to end. Yeah. It's fucking over. Just like how I told you in jujitsu, I was like, what, Sukuna's going to win? And like, that's it? Like, that's it? It's just the evil person's going to win? It's over, bro. It's over. I don't know. I thought overall I really liked it, but 
the last 20 minutes I fucking cannot stand. But then I like the idea that maybe Charlie is payment the whole time, but then there's holes in that. So I'm just like. It's it's good. <sighs> I mean, it's not complete like uh, how uh, us. It's like, what the fuck was that all for? No, but the naked that, people gave me a little vibes of us. Like when they were surrounding the house and then that's just it. Like, so what again, are they all again, about? Again, all that, like after he died in my head, I, I don't know. It's just kind of like, it's kind of creative licensing, fantasy, everything after that's not. Like she wasn't really floating clearly and, and chopping her own head off. I mean, but it was creative. It was kind of creepy and whatever. And the floating body, the floating head. I got a hair in my mouth, sorry. The floating head into the uh, uh, I won't ever forget that when stupid. I saw that for the first time. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And But I love how when you see it, <laughs> it even shows. like they're, they're so dedicated to when the fucking body is floating towards the fucking treehouse. You see the shadow of the body like past the trees. And I'm like, it's just. They really want to show you. Can you imagine if you're <laughs> walking your dog? You're just like, what the fuck was that? Walking your dog in the middle of the woods. Well, what if they did have a neighbor? And I'm just saying, like, you're walking because, like, where that treehouse is. Are you talking about them filming it, or are you talking about like in real life? If a no, that body was really would, happening. Oh. And saying you're walking your dog because, like, their road, like, you can see that treehouse mm-hmm. from the road, and you're just like, walking. You're like, what the fuck is that shit? And there's naked people everywhere. This is a very bad party. Well, hopefully, they don't ever they don't see you and make eye contact. Be like, yeah, how did I'm all those turn like, around, pretend like I didn't see nothing? Yeah, because all those naked people couldn't fit in that attic. Well, I guess they could if they were all crammed like they were. You mean in the uh, oh treehouse? Tree sorry. Yeah, no, they were. I think when they were laying down, they were two rows deep, and I think like four or five across. Also, who is in the who who's in the headless bodies? Who positioned them? Who got them up there? What demon is this? Yeah. Who did this? So, I'm just saying it's a good movie up until the last 20 minutes. I can't say the last 20 minutes. You really and I really hoped and thought it had something to do with mental illness. The fact that this is all yeah. kind of like her their breakdown. Um, it's not really all happening, but nah, it ended like that. And yeah, I really tried to take it as if I was like, oh, cool, like okay, so they summoned a de- demon and they and they won. Like the the movie ended good for the bad guys <laughs> you know like oh what's next uh and we'll we'll see in hereditary too i don't know yeah so that was good you should definitely see it it's one of your favorites still oh 100 percent, yeah because everything else about it. so oh because i said, love her fucking acting her acting's that, crazy that being said shall we shall we rank this sucker yeah uh, you want to give me attitude no i didn't do anything uh, what was that no? no. Okay. All right. Let's. Look. <laughs> now, now you're gonna make me so. I'm over here yelling at you, but you really were giving me a face. <laughs> what? What? Go. Okay. All right, guys. This is it. Episode 11's ranker. So, twist. What's so funny? <laughs> I'm just over there breathing so much. Who you? <laughs> you. Me? Yeah. Just now. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, because you're giving me nothing. Yeah, you know, I know you're making a face, and now I, I'm over here sounding like a crazy person. <laughs> okay. I'm like, well, say something. You're just like, what? Twist. No. I'll give it an eight because if you can say he is possessed, she is does have payment in him, her the whole time, and the fact from like the very beginning, the grandma. Oh, like there was 
something always going on behind scenes that you didn't know for a while. Like, yeah. and even as we're after watching it for the second time, like Joan was in it. Like yeah, that's we, we fucking went back crazy. To the, um, the first time when she sat and talked about her mom, Joan, Joan was, was there. fucking there, and it's like what? Okay, like mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. So and I'm, she had the necklace on during the during the uh, thing. I'm giving it a nine. Good. Yeah, because I I mean it's as far as twist goes at the very end and. Because, yeah, it does make you change it when you watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I force myself to go, okay, this is how the end ends. Okay, got it. Uh, Well, damn, that's creative. Interesting. So they were trying the whole time. The whole time they needed a male host. The whole yeah. time they were trying to get it to the, the – I don't know if they were really trying in the beginning to get it to Peter, but they got it to one of the family lines, and boom, bo- boy. And and he's the first boy's son, too. And – um. Uh, when she was talking about feeding her child was actually her breast. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Again, that's up for debate. I think it's metaphorical. You I think don't think real. at all because there is no other metaphorical scenes that she's painted. It's all. And, and the thing is, that could Not be painted. a real scene or created, yeah. whatever, a real scene where she's looking at it from a neutral perspective. She's trying to see it from a neutral perspective. Okay. I just there's no indications for her to use creative freedom in those situations to express her feelings. Well, I remember there's that one scene um, that she had. I can't remember where in the movie this was, but there was somebody sleep. There's two people sleeping in a bed and there's somebody like that she puts standing in the doorway. It's a mother. Yeah, just standing in the, the mother doorway. watching them sleep. Right. Yeah. And that because she's mentally ill. It's like, uh oh. Because the thing is, you she has dementia, and it, the, I had a great aunt that I lived with that had dementia, and she would come into my room in the middle of the night and just stand there. That is the creepiest shit. You can't scare them. She's fucking ninety. But it during that time you. was ninety six. <laughs> the first couple times, yeah, but then I you just you wake up, Aunt Josie, hold on, like you just scoot around her, and I have to go get my dad and be like, your aunt's in my room. Can you go get her? Naked. No, she was not naked. Hunter. Oh, I thought that was the naked. No, she did that a couple of times where she would get naked. And sometimes during the day, she would just sit on the couch naked. She had dementia. She doesn't know. And like, you can't like, that's literally like. That's Do you think the people being naked and all that was like a, like a, like a creative uh, hint or uh, nod to like what people with dementia do? be naked randomly some are naked some aren't but i also hear cults and i feel like cults and i don't know why cults and satan, satan always have to go hand in hand with nudity yeah. but then at creation you need a man and a woman to fuck to have a baby so like eh. what the fuck gore ah oh, this didn't do very good with gore but oh but the daughter getting her head knocked off is pretty fucking gnarly and you hear it i remember rewinding with you i was like do you hear it you do yeah that's pretty gnarly um you see it eaten up. So I mean, I'd I, give it a seven for f- its gore. I was gonna say five. And the thing is, I am very, I love this movie, so I really am gonna compare to other ones. I feel people are gonna be like, you should have given that one a seven. I love Hereditary. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic I movie. To win. Uh, so then that brings us over to suspense. I mean, the suspense as far as when you're watching the movie, like, lack, like not even worrying about how good the twists are. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course, it keeps you like, what, what the fuck is gonna happen next? Like, yeah, like you with her dreams going back and forth with yeah. the fucking kids, even like how they talk. She went to the seance and it worked, and she's like, "You're like, okay, now that you could talk to." She talked to Louie. I mean, all of it. I mean, this is the whole thing. She goes first one. Th- I mean, so that's another. I mean, <sighs> suspense. 
Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8. Hmm. But the dad was going to do when he was walking to go throw it in the fire, and it's like, what is going to happen? Oh, yeah, and like, yeah, because suspense, too. Because I'm trying to think, because suspense isn't necessarily always jump scares either, because suspense could be like when they were arguing, like, what the fuck is the son going to say? What is a dad yeah. going to say? When, when, when some movies, there there's emotions. like a chase scene, or like you can kind of predict what's going to happen. That person's going to die, or they're all going to die kind of thing. Like, oh, yeah, like when she when chased that, him. This this movie, you don't know who's going to die. You don't know what. Remember, we watched it already, and you were like, how does the dad die? Yeah, I couldn't remember how the, the dad died. The whole time died. you're just like, I yeah. can't remember how he died. I know it, he died, but I really couldn't remember. It really wasn't until um, she starts talking about burning the book. I go, oh, that's right. He catches on fire. you know. And mm. then you see as they're walking downstairs, there's lighter fluid on the ground. Could you so. imagine being the police officer to come to this house? Yeah. yeah. Are the bodies going to be in the treehouse like the headless ones <laughs> see yeah no do they really. take them with them Th- there is no like as far as realistically if this shit was real the world would be different oh, uh yeah. you cannot continue on with life because you know everybody but no like, but do they keep Steven the headless at? corpses you know as far who as dug her up i think it was the cult i don't that think it was another the mom. question that we had too to say like yeah she was and even though she sleepwalked she couldn't have done that. no so no. it was them all together doing i think it, so you know or Joni with her super shovels by herself <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm so happy. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Louie. <laughs> Thank you. No, but see, like the thing is too, like so you guys pulled out that that yeah to take the casket out and everything. Like that's that's not one person. That is not one person. Yeah, but then how did the body end up in the attic? Is where it's like, did she do that? Yeah. No, Joan just could have came there when no one was home. Oh well, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I don't fucking know what that. So point. what's your suspense for writing? Right oh, now? I'll give it a an eight. Okay. Now this is this is honestly I don't I don't even know how to not overdo this one. Uh, ten and ten for the last. I think it's acting <laughs> and music. Acting and then the audio visual. Oh, ten and ten. So that's really where this movie just kills it because their acting is fantastic. The um, dad, I think, like yeah, he's the only one, but I think that's the point. Like he's not. He's just. He is a doctor. You're playing him as a cold kind of like he's. And he does a good job even when he's saying, he's like, I'm not going to entertain you anymore, Annie. You are sick, Annie. You are sick. And I was like, yes, she is. She needs to go to the mental hospital. All of you need to go. All of you. The mom now does it for me as far as acting. Like- the mother and son. Holy fucking shit. That fucking scene. It's like the polar opposite in that 70s show with, Aaron, or with Eric and Kitty with the wedding dress. Mm. How good they are together. Mm-hmm. It complements each other. So your audio visual is also going to be 10 then as well. Oh my god. I love the audio. I love like the fir- fucking scenes and how there's so many scenes that I would love just to have like posters of that I just think would are cool shots i'm going with a nine i don't care on the audio visual because there's just something about it for some reason everyone Um, anyone can come and fight me i don't give a shit this is i fucking love this movie because the music i do love like the whole time it complements it perfectly it helps a lot as far as what increases the scare factor the suspense Mm -hmm. factor of the whole movie the the what's going to happen next kind of thing and then visual wise yeah it's just creative i think there's a lot of creative shots mm-hmm. um but there was a l- there was quite a few times where i'm just like all right enough of this like slow shit like pan in faster or 
walk faster or something cut scene faster like mm-hmm. i just it was just a lot of i didn't really care for that and they gets to build it up and then also during that time when the sun is walking through the house there's probably more things that that you could see well, maybe, maybe in the if shadows. you do it then because i agree that, with I you more like suspenseful music to complement the scene even though there is music going mm-hmm. on don't get me wrong but something a little bit more creepy to where it's just like Makes it worthwhile to sit there and wait. Well, see, the thing is, when he's walking through the house, there is a little music. It's very faint, but it's more, I think, to make you like you're walking through a silent house and it's creepy. But I like when the beginning and when it's panning in to the son's room, you can look at all the different figures and how detailed they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I agree with you and I understand that. I just I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, either way, I can definitely tally this up. But uh, meanwhile... Did you have yourself a true villain on this one? Yeah, I uh, think so. Okay. So um, I'll let you go over it, and you, you do that. Okay. <laughs> so I think in regards to the true villain on this one, because I understand when you were saying, uh, when we were talking about it, how it's the grandma who started it all. And I get where you're coming with that. But then I also think if someone is struggling or suffering from something in regards to their mental, like your brain working against you when it's supposed to be the thing that's helping you, that you need to go through life. You need this to work together to to be a successful human. I, I can't really blame her, but Steve is fucking fine. He's not suffering from anything, and you're letting your kids be treated like this by this woman, by your mo- by their mother. I don't give a shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's pretty. Listen, expensive. she calls your daughter an idiot, but I don't even think you give a shit about your daughter either. Which you're th- you you, grandson. I don't know Steve's parents. Mm. I don't know Steve's parents, but let's look at Annie. Annie's a bitch. She's cuckoo because her mom was fucking cuckoo. So I doubt cuckoo loved cuckoo. Okay, so cuckoo doesn't know how to fucking love. But you. You're a doctor. Mm-hmm. What kind? You never know. Yeah. And especially if you're a doctor who does um, does therapy or anything like that, who I feel like he might be. You're an ass. And also, you guys don't carry an EpiPen. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. How are you going to go up to your daughter and be like, that doesn't have nuts, does it? And wow. She just goes, and it's like, well, clearly you don't really care. Yeah, and then you fucking, and then you say to fucking Annie, I'm thinking of my son now, but then you don't do anything. So yeah, so I don't know. To me, I think villain. in this one, it's Steve. I don't know. This father is, as far as I know, is sane, and he fucking... You done fucked up, Steve. I'm sorry, sir. You uh, you didn't come through as that patriarchal figure you should have. Well, yeah, you just didn't... Like and, As soon as uh, I came down from a done, headless... You done got yourself crispified. If I knew well, the body's one... been missing, and then you come down, and I come downstairs from an attic, and you told me her head... Or I'm even leaving. that, even that, I'm leaving. he knew like kind of more or less that the uh, grave was desecrated. He didn't uh, do anything, pursue anything to figure out like what was going on. True. And or you know, once he found, I mean, he just didn't. He, he was just a bystander the whole time, the and whole you could have saved yeah. them. You could have saved your kids. More or less, just kind of like the whole situation, as far as coming together and being a family. And I, I always, well, we don't have to really worry about that. But I fear that more or less with Delilah, I, I don't expect it. I just fear it just in general like that's you know what are you afraid of oh i'm afraid of growing uh, my daughter growing up and then not like wanting to talk to me but once again i think that goes back to if you're it's a parent's fault if you were i think something you did yeah 
you did a you shitty should job never of be able them. to give up as a parent you should always be the one saying i'm gonna make this work i'm gonna make this happen i'm gonna reach out um whatever i've done i'm gonna take full like you know whatever yeah, because inward, how, inward perspective yeah, over, how what Annie, did you do to make your kid not want to be around you for your but for your family to act that way for your for your kids not to like each other for them no one wanted to hang out with nobody um yeah i would never want that i would want to, i would be the kind of parent to be like okay look we're all old enough to sit here and have a conversation i know that you are emotional teenagers but still sit down with me let's talk i'm not a creepy fucking weirdo dad let's i can talk uh my wife honey sit down you <laughs> you i'm I mean, in this instance like it's like we can all talk like why are we so to get to that level i would never want it to be that way to where one night my son wants to go to a party and my wife wants to shove my you know the not they're not a good they don't the, the brother and sister don't like each other very much and he just wants to pass her off too and it's like i wouldn't want I, if my kids were going to a party, I'd want my son to take care of my daughter, keep an eye on her. You know, but at the same time, I don't think I'd want my daughter to go to a party that she's that young and going to a party that I know my son's going to, that my daughter doesn't have kids that's going to be her age. So, like, yeah, the mom was just, it's just all irresponsible. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is when, how Annie was talking to, um, Charlie. to Peter. Oh. It's just, you don't, blame your son like i don't care oh, even yeah, if he, even if he was the one driving in that situation, even if you do want to blame him you don't do that that you shows do true mental instability you i mean you and me both with our experiences in life you know yeah that's where she's clearly like no one is going to a therapist or no one is going to anyone to get help or to express their feelings or to work through them and yeah like you forced your daughter to go to the thing she didn't even want to go and you told her you're going yeah no like the thing is like i agree with you i'd want my kids to i wouldn't ever force my kid to do anything like that i think that's weird yeah but once again that just shows the mom just didn't care about charlie everything one thing led to another and that's why i think her crying like that i think had to do with guilt too i don't think it was just love for charlie and so steve you're going in the book, bro. Yeah, so I think Steve in that <laughs> instance is the true villain because, yeah, everyone else had a hindrance for why they may not have thought clearly to where Steve didn't show any of that in there. He was just a fucking dumbass, didn't want to cause waves. And now everyone's fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Your wife's headless. Your daughter's headless. Well, and uh, so is Peter. Peter's dead. He fell well, out the window. Well, he still has his head, though. Well, Your fucking wife and daughter are headless. He fell out the window. And, uh... Now Payman lives. Hail Payman. <laughs> what happened to... The, oh, I guess they buried the daughter's body. They oh, buried the daughter's body without the head? Don't forget, they did show a furry something just in the yard. Remember? Oh, yeah, the dog. The You're family like, had a dog. The whole time, yeah. The There's whole, a dog throughout the movie that the dad collar. comes and says hi to sometimes. Oh, Shepherd. And then, yeah, the night when the son, uh, Peter, thought his mom was pulling on his head, the door slams you hear the dog yelp yeah, the dog was outside and then he's just gone. growling or whatever when that was all happening and then the door slams on the dog and then you don't see the dog again yeah, then when payment is heading towards or peter who's possessed by payment now is heading towards the 
uh, treehouse. treehouse. He just he glances over to his right, and the and dog's just sleeping well, there. Something is in the grass. It looks like a dog sleeping, but it didn't. I, whatever. It, I don't even think it looked like the same color fur. I thought it was brown color fur, and the dog. Okay, was then black. I don't know what the fuck that whatever is. Whatever it was, it was like, yeah, where's the dog? Is that the dog? At well, first, when you said nice a furry, little. I thought you meant there was a furry there, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I missed that. Yeah, did you, amongst the crowd of naked <laughs> did you people, see the one? There's the one person <laughs> who has a big purple furry <laughs> squirrel outfit. Did you see it? Squirrel. Yeah, no, I I forgot to stop it, make note, and say, hey, look at that! How silly is that in this movie? Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to put this sucker in the graveyard? Yeah. Okay. So this ranking. Uh, I don't think we've had anything break 30 yet. Yeah. So it's kind of a shock to see this one break 40. It doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> but not really. Yeah, so we were at 42 out of 50. This yeah. This is our number one. Probably will hold it for quite a while. Um, Until you probably get to, I don't for know. me, House of a Thousand Corpses uh, is going to. Saw. The only thing that's going to take, uh, the House mm. of a Thousand Corpses off the top of my head, I don't think has much music in it. That's all has. No, it does. It's at the na 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 na. I said House of a Thousand Corpses, not Saw. You looked at me so confident. I did. Your fucking favorite movie has the greatest soundtrack. Get out of here. Wait a minute. You're telling me Saw doesn't have the na 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 na. I literally two for a split second. I was like. Why are you music? doing the fucking Saw theme song? <laughs> What's wrong with you? No. No, but yeah, House of the Corpses, off the top of my head, I do not remember it. Mm-mm. Uh, Hello, Rob Zombie's music. Duh. You just air guitared with no sound. <laughs> it's like you're ghosting it. <laughs> doesn't make sound. My mouth don't make sound. No, but with everything else, I love the acting in it. It's really fucking gory. Uh, like, I love everything. House of House of a Thousand Corpses. Saw? Okay. Oh, my so, God. What are we doing next? I don't know. Uh-huh. You pick it. I already picked this one. Really? So we're just going to be like that. What are we on? Episode 12? Episode 12. Damn. Well, then now i got to turn around and look. Okay. You can just think off the top of your head. Well, I don't know. I kind of feel like... Maybe uh, one of these Hills Have Eyes movies or. Why don't we do a zombie one? You want to do Shaun of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead? Okay, first off, I don't remember which one's which. Isn't Shaun of the Dead the funny one? Isn't it a spoof of it? It's not a spoof. It's a. It's a different, it's a funny, like, but there is, there's zombies. And, like, you can turn into a zombie. And I think they do turn into zombies at the end, if I'm not mistaken. It's not a good ending. Can't remember. You know what's not on that list? Resident Evil. What, do you want to do one of those? Oh, uh. No? I don't know. Well, I think we should do a fun one, so. You want to do Chucky? Yeah. I love Chucky. Well, that, that was going to be one of the. Oh uh, no, that's for yeah, uh, that's Halloween for. Um, hmm. Oh well, if you want to, can oh, I don't know if that's considered a scary one, but that beach movie where they like age quickly or some shit. Well, old. Is it called old? I, I thought it was it's called old. Beach. We have a like new one. Is there an old one? No. Okay, like new, new, meaning like on the TV advertising as like a. It's old. It's not old. It's like three years old. 
What? Okay. And it has a guy from Hereditary in it, Peter. He plays in it. I think you're thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio, the one where he's in the beach, where they're like stranded. No, I'm talking about whatever they're showing on TV with the lady in a sun hat and she's got her legs out and one half of her legs are skeleton. The other half is like smooth skin. Yeah, I don't I think that might be the same movie. But yeah, it's where they where they um, they uh, they're like aging super quickly. Oh, he's also in a movie called... What is Pig with Nicolas Cage? Oh, it's called Old. You're right. It's called Old, not Beach. I want to watch Pig. That's something else. What? I said I want to watch Pig. That's something else. It's just a it's different It's not. Movie. It's a drama. Yeah, no, I'm saying I just want to watch that. Oh, yeah. It has Nicolas Cage in it. My favorite person. All right. I, I'm making a decision. I think we're just going to do... Um, <sighs> let's do Resident Evil. No. Really? No. Let's do Silent Hill. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's wrong? No, oh, I'm fine with that. That wasn't one for October? No. That's fine. That's my it's favorite another two-hour-long movie. Well, and it's also one of my favorites. So. That'll also get a really high score, though. Yeah, it will. I want to I wanna. Because that one has everything in it. That fucking twist. Holy shit. Yeah, if you haven't seen it. Not gonna give it away, but gore is ridiculous. The suspense is probably gonna be the lowest one, but acting's pretty good. Audio visual sick. So suspense is fucked. It's the when it turns night there and they have to run. Ah, and she's trying to find her daughter. The suspense is because I think so, you have do you to remember what Silent Hill's about. But you don't. <laughs> but the thing is, you can't. I don't judge. I don't want to just judge suspense off of like jump scares yeah i don't like judge it said. off that. i w- also judge it off of just like what the fuck's gonna happen next mm-hmm. oh my god what the fuck what the fuck so yeah we can do silent hill i've only seen silent hill probably like 10 times um i've seen it yeah like three times with you so i remember it somewhat and i've watched it uh, by myself yeah I, I, I just i don't know it's the whole concept of silent hill is is requiem for a dream a horror movie or is no. that more okay nah it's probably like a suspense kind of like psych, like a psych movie. Yeah, like Bo is afraid is a psychological movie. Get the fuck out of here. Um, never ranking that one. No, but so if yeah. you ever want us to just talk about it, we can. I don't know how we would, but in sure the we end, try. when these emails come in, we will literally start doing what it is that you guys ask because it, it's it's fun to interact. So when yeah. it starts occurring, we will be doing it more. But as of now, Resident Evil, and uh, it's I'm not Resident Evil. Silent Hill, sorry. I don't know what the fuck, man. <laughs> All right, then so Silent Hill is next. Yeah, hell yeah. We're going to do it. And um, All right, guys. Well, you be safe out there and don't summon demons. <laughs> and don't talk- summon anyone that you may think is a family member because it might not be. Talk to your kids nice. Yeah, don't call them idiots. <laughs> no, definitely not. Have family gay idiots. nights once in a while. Order pizza. Hug your kids. Tell them you love them. And They're the next generation, motherfuckers. And I love you. I love you too. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>